I'm gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing my cocaine. My opinion matters, yours will fall in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind. Everything's coming up, Kyle, tonight. guys we are live here with episode 19 of season three of kyle mocha won't shut up thank you yeah. all for joining us live thank you all for joining us in the future if you're listening on itunes or stitcher just know that it is a visual podcast <coughs> as well yes i notice when i when i listen back sometimes there's like a eight second like gap between the end of the song <coughs> and that it's just because justin puts in energy to his artwork and uh yeah we want to show all the goddamn video so watch on youtube you can watch the whole goddamn video and you can also chat along with us and we will you know go yep. back and forth with you as always uh -huh. but i've already said his name so might as well introduce uh as always mr justin hey, Pedo. how we doing today brother good it was good right good. before uh we we jumped live we were discussing uh in that opening um at some point i step in some and i'm hoping it, well it's animal of any sort it could be a human unless um, zach's running outside and taking just yeah i stepped in a piece of shit and i'm walking in the house and justin's just like oh you got a leaf on your foot and i went and i'm like oh it's not coming off i'm like trying to kick it off right. and i went down full hand to like just pull the leaf off and got a full hand of this greenish brown shit and it was it was really fucking stinky. It definitely it's wasn't cat. It definitely deer. wasn't deer. It was definitely poo, though. That that's all I know. It was definitely poo. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got a hey brother from here. Oh, brother. hey brother, joining us right now is my little brother Keith Mocha. Mm -hmm. It's funny that says Keith Mocha it doesn't say Colorado Jones. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, it's always been like that, but I've never really. I just always think Colorado Jones because you know it's his birth name. 
Yeah. Kojo. Kojo. Um, so Zach is finishing up our uh, weekly single. We're starting off our five weeks of Christmas. And so he's yeah. finishing that up. Uh, we did two fucking vocals until 8.15. It took like 15 yeah, minutes. But There it, was a lot of uh, MIDI stuff going on. So much. And then and, I kept uh, whistling along, and he kept going, oh, that sounds good. And adding stuff in based on me whistling. I'm like, no, I just thought that was a cool thing to, to whistle say, I'm to. excited to see what ends up. Oh, yeah. No, this is going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be weird. The lyrics are strange. Uh, we'll get to that all in a little bit uh-huh. once Zach joins us. Uh, joining us as... Uh, not as always, but in addition uh, to uh, Zach, shortly, we do have two very special guests in-house. Yeah. We are joined by Mr. That's his first name. Dom Tromboli yeah. and Dennis Andreevich, correct? Is that the correct pronunciation? Well, it's my middle well, name, but yes. Dennis, Dennis Protsuk. Protsuk. Yeah. I always just see Dennis Andreevich. So Andreevich, is, is is it a rolled R there? Yeah, that's just to avoid, you know, uh, employers and all those yeah, people. Yeah, I so get they, you. Just so people can't, you know, search. Yeah, I always do the, your dad's name, yeah. like, from the, the sign, and I was just like, oh, maybe there's just, like, a... A yeah. thing and culturally that I don't know that you have a different name. See, I, I live in my dad's shadow, so yeah. I gotta differentiate myself. Differentiate, so, yeah, yeah. So I use my middle name. So. Wonderful, wonderful. I use a totally fake make, made up name so people can't find me. But then I post <laughs> clips to a show called Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up every single yeah. week. So I'm not doing that good of a job hiding from anybody. Uh, just so you know, Slacky said that you answered the age old question: Does Ooh. a bear shit in the woods? A bear does shit in the woods because Zach is a bear. Yeah. Wait, so let me get this straight. Yes. Your, your middle name is Mocha. No. And then your last name is Won't Shut Up. Won't Shut Up, uh, yes. There we go. There we go. It's Kyle. It's actually Kyle Mocha Won't. And the last Kyle name Mocha is Shut Mocha Up. Won't. Mocha Won't. Mocha Kyle won't. Mocha Won't. Kyle Mocha. It's part Wookiee. Um, Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. Mocha and won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Um, so this week, uh, we're going to be we're gonna be doing things we usually do. We're going to be tasting some beer. We're going to be playing some music. We have a featured artist. An, yeah. Another featured art- artist from Australia, which is fucking awesome. Uh, so we're going to get into all of that shortly. Uh, yes. But I did uh, want to discuss something that, that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, ah, he's here. That's what I think is kind of funny. That is extra funny, actually. I just like when you sit down and get a nice shot of your ass and no one else can see it. <laughs> uh, you know, plenty of, if you're listening to this show, you know me. You've definitely seen my ass You before. definitely have. You definitely have. And that ass does have a name. It is Mr. Zachary. It's like a five-stage open there. Storming. That was a lot to open. Them hams, man. Them hams. One was hands me on breaking my finger. Oh, that's... <laughs> Nail. <laughs> Fuck that. That sucks. That's not good. All right, so uh, one thing I, I wanted to I'm talk tough. about, there was that uh, that Steelers game this week where the guy got hit over the head with the helmet. you guys yeah. see all of that? Yeah, I, I didn't all see the, the actual thing, but I've seen the Yeah, all the, the memes images. are yeah, going out. There was, there was yeah. more going on there. There was nut twisting, <clears throat> too. Oh, really? really? I didn't hear nut yeah. twisting. But I saw probably one of the yep. greatest articles, uh, article headlines from The Onion in a while, and it was uh, basically the, the opening of, of the, the article says, apologizing for laying down the ruling in the haste, in haste without examining all the evidence. Commissioner Roger Goodell has rescinded Miles Garrett's suspension after attacking Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph with a helmet after review footage clearly show Rudolph's punchable fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> so it just made me think, is there anybody that you know in we won't we don't have to go personal. Is there anybody you know like in 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 the celebrity world that just has a punchable fucking face that if you saw them you would just be like, oh God, I gotta fucking punch um, him right now. 
No, Christian Slater is it to me. Like, I love him. He's great in movies, but as he gets older, I thought he was going to look more like Jack Nicholson, but he's just like... Is he uh, shrinking down to Joe Pesci? You want to punch an old man? Yeah, I want to punch an aging gentleman. (laughs) What's the the fucker's name from uh, 30 Seconds to Mars? 30 Seconds to Mars. Jared Leto. Jared Leto just has a punchable life. Just all of it. Just a whole fucking thing. I mean, if you really want to at least live vicariously through somebody else, just watch Fight Club where he gets the shit kicked out. I know, he loses all his teeth. Where'd you go crazy, boy? I love that fucking scene. Jared Leto, Zach, anybody that you just look at and you go, I want to punch that person in the fucking face that's not in this room and that is slightly famous. I say let's just go with in this room. Okay, in this room. <laughs> Who is the mo- Fine, we'll do that. Who has the most punchable face in this room? Yeah, no, it's me. It's me. <laughs> you already have a fucking black guy, dude. <laughs> you already have a black guy. And at some point, I will go into why this black guy happened, but unfortunately, I, no, on air, cannot yet go into what happened to my face. Yeah. I will say it was a car accident and that I am recovering. Uh, but other than that, I, uh, per, per uh, advice from uh, my, my legal team, uh, cannot d- discuss yeah. it, unfortunately. But when yeah. I can, it's going to be a fucking great story. Yeah, it's it's going to be an amazing it's gonna be story. Uber this, this, well, actually, what's happening is this show is getting sued. Yes. <laughs> We're getting sued. We're definitely getting sued. <laughs> We're getting sued. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about that. Hopefully... It, Probably the season four premiere, you'll get that. I don't think it'll be the next month that it'll all be. I'll say the word settled. I don't think it'll be settled uh, yeah. in the next month. So uh, we'll we'll see. Maybe after the new year, yeah. when we come back and explain season all of four. that. If all Reveal. of a sudden we come back from the new year and we have crazy awesome equipment, <laughs> there's going to be a good story to tell. Um, but Daddy, we do. Daddy bet on the horses. All the horses. I always bet on the horses. Oh. Um, we do have some uh, nice beverages that we got to start drinking. So, Justin, I think it's time we drink some I need beer. to finish these two open hams. Just drink the hams, too. What are we drinking? What are we drinking? What are we drinking? We're drinking beer. What are we drinking? What are we drinking? What are we drinking? We're drinking All right. Now, we were just actually learning. Yeah. About this beer. We were just learning a little bit about the beer that Justin purchased today. Um, it is uh, Ballantine Burton Ale. Now, uh, it's 11.3%. Ballantine Burton, you say? It's only 75 IBU, so it's not. It's going to be more on, on, on the maltier side, I'm, I'm believing. Yeah. Uh, but the fun thing is, it is from 2016. And Ooh, we don't know. Oh, we're taking a risk with this guy because we don't know if this was stored properly. Oh, we man. found it in the cooler of a uh, of, of beer time. Oh. In oh. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna crack into this gentleman uh, over there. You've got it. it's the nice yellow label that you're apparently familiar with over there, Dennis. Now you oh, were yeah. saying that they started off by making forties, right? Yeah, but, well, supposedly. Yeah. Okay, I, mean, I remember it in the forty form. From the Philadelphia days. Back okay. Day, that was the go to. Yeah. Either those, those are steel reserves. Well, it's 11.3 in 2016. So it could be. We're going to get hanged. Yeah. Actually, actually, there's specifically, there's a, there was this one little bar in Francisville. I don't know if you remember it, Tromboli, but uh, it was called It's It's Time. It, like, it's that was, time. yeah, and it was at this yellow sign, and mm. it was just like, it was literally just like, some I don't know some dive local it's dive bar or whatever. Time. And I remember walking in time there one time to, to time get to some fly. beers. Yeah. And the whole place was 
pitch. There was no lights on. It was dark, uh-huh. and it was super long. Like uh, the old buildings in Philadelphia are like yeah, it's a know, long hallway. They're like a corridor. They're narrow, yeah. but they're yeah. like super long. Yeah. Right? And I go to the back uh, to see this guy in his chair, like reclining with his feet up on top of the bar. There's no other bottles of beer. There's no like taps or what seems like functioning <laughs> taps. <in there. laughs> Doors wide open. Doors wide open. And then he's and then in front of and I was like, "Do you guys have beer?" And he's like, he just he doesn't say anything. Just, just early old, old black guy like sitting with his glasses on. He's watching a black and white movie on like a TV yeah. that I didn't even know could even hook up. To say, the did normal you cable did you transport through time? Is that where we're getting? Dude, I don't even know what. I think Philly has all kinds of a crazy. You, you went know, through a corridor in time, I believe. Well, I think that's what happened. Well, any in any case, in any case, I look I look where he's pointing, and he's and he points to a cooler, right. and it's just only Ballantine 40. <laughs> it's just the green label with, with the gold like, like insignia. This, no other beers. No, the no other beer. Yeah, so yeah, it's the, the rings were gold Okay. and then the label was green All right. from what oh, I yeah. remember. Okay. Now, and what is your memory of the taste of that beer? Awful. It was uh, bad. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, I was like, things. I was like, all right, well, a, uh, like a low, like a mid to low alcohol, like like a five percent. Have you ever had like Old that? E? Yes, so Old liquor. E. That's what we're looking at. So it was like Old because you compared e? it a little bit to Steel Reserve, Dominic. Yeah, you said that, right? Uh, do you know? All, all right, did you garbage. read the back of this? I did not read the back. What do we got? This is, it's Valentine Burton Ale was Don, first brewed in Newark. The All right, first brewed in Newark. Am I supposed to be drinking? Aged for up to twenty years in American oak. Nurk. 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 All right. So uh, it was aged uh, for up to 20 years, and then somebody else aged it for another three, and we're drinking it 2016. I'm, more than 11%. It's so sweet. Oh, we got a mess together. Oh, my. All right. Let's turn this up. For old time's sake. For, for its time. Oh, God. It's oh, time, God. It's time for Valentine. Oh, my that God. Is, it smells it? like butter. It. No. Oh, <laughs> no. oh, it smells and tastes kind of like a triple, uh, <laughs> like a like a Belgian triple, like something you get from a monastery. This is definitely yeah. bad. It smells like grandma's seventy-eight. Yo, the aftertaste. Is you know good. what? I took off tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna drink this, and whatever the rest of y'all don't drink of this. Oh, All right, get man. Fucked up. Yeah. Honestly, it's pretty smooth. I'm not hating it. It's pretty smooth after the first sip or two. Have you, uh, that, you ever had that Santa Claus? Santa Claus? Yeah, yeah. No, the fuck Santa Claus. This tastes like that. Burns. This, this tastes, tastes like, like that. Mary Monk wasn't made Notes right. of toasted vanilla. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting that. I'm getting some toasty vanilla. You know what might help it? Mm. The other beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Zach, get ready to open your fourth beer. <laughs> 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 so I found, and, and yeah, we're getting into the holiday time, so Spice that's why uh, we want to pass this to Zach. Readings. You can have and that. Then, there you go, Zach. <laughs> And then we've got uh, here the limited from Southern Tier, the two Xmas. It's a spice double ale brewed with orange peels, ginger root, cardamom, cinnamon, fig paste, and cloves. So give that guy a nice open there. (laughs) I just made the quietest open you ever heard. Oh, you opened yours? I didn't even open. Also, the quietest thing I ever heard, Dom is very nicely not obstructing the screen by... Crawling. crawling across the floor to, this to go wipe himself off. really fucking good. All right, this, let's this give is, this a smell. This is a real Ooh. beer here. It almost has the oh. pumpkin spice spice fl- uh, smell to it. Fig paste. What's up, Rich? Fig, fig paste. Mm. Fig paste. Is that what's in it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, fig paste. Oh, Hello, fig. Richard. Thank you for joining what us, is Richard. 
It's sad. It's paste made up. from fig, I'm fig? assuming. Yeah, yeah. It's, I like I'm this, assuming dude. that's what's in a fig newton is fig paste. Yeah. I've like, had, yeah, I've it's had gotta be something Newton's, like this. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever had a straight fig paste. A straight fig. I don't think I've ever had oh, a straight fig. You've never fig. had figs? I've never before, had just then? a fig. They're delicious. No. I feel like yeah. I've had like freeze dried ones. I've just never now, had a fresh fig. Comparing this to the first one we tasted, the, the balance. This is way better than way the first one. Way better. But it's going to um, make that one way drinkable. Yeah, if I get through this one, that is going to be no problem. Because this is going to bombard my mouth with flavor. Yes. And I'm kind of just going to. It's going to be like eating a whole oh. clove of garlic Excuse right me. up front and then eating, you know, fucking. Any other thing, eating fucking snot out of somebody else's nose, Shaking. you're not going to be able to taste it after all that garlic. So this is snot out of somebody else's nose, and this is the garlic, but in a good way, in a nice way, not like an offensive garlic I feel like way. The, the difference between these two, they're both Christmassy, yes, obviously weird. definitely. Uh, but one's like, the Valentine's like having your in-laws over, and you absolutely hate them. Yeah, And this yeah. one's like just having your in-laws over. And, you, and you're <laughs> all right with it. Or if yeah. your parents are the in-laws. Yeah. Your parents That's are the, the in-laws. Yeah. Your lady's parents are the in-laws. That's the difference between these two beers. I like it. I like it. Well, something that Zach's not going to like is we have a fifth beer for you. No, we don't have a fifth beer for that's you. Like, that's like li- the liquid version of of smoking a clove. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. It's oh, got the s- I hate it now. You hate it now. No, I was saying, it's got the that. smell yeah. of something like a, a pumpkin spice, but without the pumpkin it's, flavor it's mixed It's really good, Rich. I and like that it. is clove, clove usually, that, uh, what I'm tasting when I taste anything. Orange peels, ginger spicy. roots, That's all cardamom, cinnamon, pig yeah. taste, and cloves. You guys okay, ever so- have malort? Uh, no, but I've heard about a Chicago handshake. It's ridiculous. Do you know what a Chicago handshake no. is? No. Okay, so my roommate just went on uh, vacation in the last stop of his trip across the... Like, he went to Vegas, L.A., and then he flew to Chicago. And in Chicago, Malort is, like, the go-to of yeah. locals. Oh, yeah. And it is Jackson's basically Malort. described... What's you've, Malort? you've tasted it? Oh, dude, it's Liquid garbage is what I've heard? It like, tastes, bile? It tastes... It literally tastes like bile. The closest drink to it is Fernet, but think of someone that drank Fernet and then threw it up, oh, and then you drank that. I don't know. And that is, is Malort. Is it is, it is, what kind of, it is a liqueur, um, oh, that okay. is, that liqueur. is, uh, basically a Chicago-based, uh, thing. It's fan, Chicago. fan favorite of Chicago, of Chicago. Chicago. But, uh, everybody else. You gotta Chicago. have it with a Coney dog. Don't fucking That wasn't, it. that wasn't even fucking <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> like what was that? Boston, that was a guy that grew up in Connecticut. Yeah. It was just a guy that grew up in Connecticut, not knowing which, he visited New York in, in Boston frequently. Bounce back and forth. Uh, but a Chicago handshake is you order a Malort and you get... Um, a blow... A hand job. No. You get... <laughs> although it's almost an old-fashioned... It's I'll drink to that! There's I want to get another they Malort lube, they, lube your, they lube your sad dick with yeah. Malort and oh. jerk you. And Malort? It's, al- it's almost always that is a, gonna uh, burn. an old, like, 70-year-old woman. So what's woman. the point? What the fuck wait, wait. is Malort so, made well, out of? Like, why are we all right, talking about got, it? It's got woodworm. Bio, probably. It's got, uh... Yeah. Woodworm? Yeah. No, uh, uh, no, wormwood. Wormwood. There we go. Wormwood. And that's absolutely absolute. That's like yeah, acid, yeah. but it doesn't have the active ingredient of whatever is it. So it's like in the same family. Well, it's but the same thing that absinthe is now. Yeah, you can get it with wormwood, oh, but, but it, it doesn't tastes have like the, garbage. Yeah. but a Chicago handshake is when you order that, they give you a beer for free because the shot tastes so bad. Yeah, that makes so it's sense. like it's a like welcome to Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. yeah, I was like, so the citywide in Chicago is being assaulted still, <laughs> like you're being <laughs> oh like, yeah assaulted. Yeah. That's the their the first night, the first night I tried Malort, I was in Chicago. And I don't remember a lot of it. I do remember 
the end of the night, we got chased by a cabbie with a baseball bat. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And, What'd you do? I guess he like he swerved by us, and I smacked the car while uh, I was going by. You, you did a hey, I'm walking here. Yeah, kind. And they're like, yeah, we don't. You play did a this dusty shit out in Chicago. And, and uh, there was another thing right before we went into that bar. There was like this like CD fucking garage right behind it where like all the like gangbangers would hang Fun. out. And I was like shit face skateboarding out front like a. You know, your typical tourist white boy. I was say, you weren't living in Chicago. You <laughs> yeah. were just walking around Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Or skating around And uh, my board slipped out and, like, rolled into uh, one of their tires. Uh, and scuffed a, tem- a and tire instead of a tim. And the guy just came right up to me and was just like, cut that shit out. But he, the way he looked at me was just like... You're about to get... I was like, oh... Minimum shanked. Minimum oh, yeah, you're getting shanked. This is the, this is oh, gonna be the actual handshake. Oh, oh. That's, that's the second handshake. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a you Chicago. You gotta come in my garage. That's a Chicago a hand job. cheek there. <laughs> oh, and then I lost I lost my fucking wallet and my phone that day. Jesus. And I had to get on a flight. So were you Damn. stuck in Chicago giving people handshakes? I was stuck at O'Hare <laughs> trying to get on my plane, and they were asking me the most ridiculous questions to like prove my identity. Like, yeah. When's your dad's birthday? Jesus. And Christ. I'm like, I don't know my dad's birthday. And they're like, correct, get on the plane. <laughs> they're like, they're like, what, what, what is your, what was your address when you were living in Philadelphia? They asked Jesus me that. Christ. Like, oh, because they can access FBI <laughs> database. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Which I was on address? fucking. What was, was the seventh drugs? job you had after you worked at Applebee's yeah. when you were 14? Yeah. Seventh yeah. after that? That was my <laughs> second job. You had a seventh. What was the seven brand jobs at 14? After 14, I'm saying after 14. <laughs> All right. Well, Brown? every every week I like to entertain Zach by writing a couple of clever, cleverly worded jokes. So, Justin, yeah. I think it's time for that segment that only half of the theme song applies to. I've never told an ass Zach's favorite uh, part of the show here. He uh, has laughed at, I think, four jokes in 19 episodes of this season, so we're doing pretty well so far. All right, here we go. Chick-fil-A made an impressive about face this week when the uh, fast food franchise announced they would no longer be donating money to any anti-LGBTQ organizations beginning in 2020. It's pretty impressive for them. Unfortunately, they still plan on making all those shitty chicken sandwiches. Their food sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I uh, I've been there once and I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, their I, sauce is amazing, but it's just honey mustard. I'm not, and like, I don't yeah. like I really that. Like the sauce I don't like that. They're yeah. like super hardcore. Yeah. They went from uh, Chick Fil A to Chick Fil Gay. Oh, <laughs> better joke writer over here. All right, all right. No, no, no wait. Or you'd like to soak in that chicken sandwich? Uh, <laughs> can it be administered anally? No, get it. They're Mormon. Yeah. 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 The sign at their door should say Chicks only <laughs> <laughs> Alright uh, We're going to keep it in the kind of the same vein here uh, Evangelical pastor and TV celebrity Joel Osteen had Kanye West As a guest at his church this week And if you didn't see it In front of the entire congregation Kanye claimed to be the greatest artist That God has ever created And then, and seriously And added that he is working for him now With a capital H Him now yeah. So I guess that clears things up. Prince, John Lennon, and Jimi Hendrix were actually all agents of Satan. <laughs> Go Satan! Yeah! 
Yeah, God's losing. You know, Kanye is the though? greatest for artist. He's, he legitimately, and then he stopped somebody who was like shouting out, like in agreement with him, and was like, "Listen, I have a very active brain, and when you shout out things, it kind of throws me off. So if you could, I believe I'm trying to let God speak through me to you." Legitimately, he said, "I'm trying to let God speak through me." To you, and yeah. he's wearing like a mock turtleneck and like a blazer. He looked like he just went into Joel Osteen's closet, grabbed some clothes, he and then and walked did. on stage. Oh, but to his yeah. credit, to his credit, have you seen one of his grandiose church services that oh, he had yeah, on yeah, Sunday? Yeah. Joel Osteen. No, oh, Kanye. Kanye. No, I've not seen. Kanye, I've seen the Joel they're Osteen. They're pretty ones. impressive, and yeah. And the way that he incorporates music and everything, like I mean, I'm not a big. It's well orchestrated. Guy, but I'm just is what saying, you're saying. But I, yeah, but. He gives. I mean, it's his way of like giving back to yeah. whoever. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. there's like tens of thousands. If he had of done more of that and less of that new album, it would be. Fun. No, no. If he did more of that and shut the fuck up. Yes. You know, yeah, about, uh, well, he will be forgiven in the kingdom of heaven. Yes. Well, he's already forgiven. <laughs> well, about the new Kanye stuff and uh, Chick Fil A, I feel the same. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really into Jesus like that, so it doesn't yeah. do it for me. It doesn't do it for you. Yeah. Jesus is in you. All right, well, then this is I what I'm going to say. Last joke, <laughs> last joke has nothing to do with Jesus. Nothing Damn. to do with Jesus. Thank Here we go. God. <laughs> All right, so Democratic candidate and South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg made headlines this week when polls from Iowa put him in the lead over Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and former Vice President Joe Biden. The news that Mayor Pete was on top came as a shock because he's so clearly a power bottom. <laughs> that was slow. Yeah. That was the Come on. Lead. That was his his partner is like a, a little bit bigger of a dude. Trigger so, warning. Trigger warning. Homophobia. Not homophobic. I think I think I think Pete's got a booty that can fucking support the power bottom. I think name, he's man. fucking he's rocking it from the bottom there. And uh, he's very pragmatic about it as well. I think yeah. he's very pragmatic about it. All right, as, as you should be about. Uh, and he supports the yeah. police. And he supports the police. And he's a, a wait the band classic. Uh, I hope he supports the police. <laughs> I enjoy. The That's police. where I draw the line. If you don't like the police, if you're not a Regatta Del Blanc person, get the fuck out of here. All right. I don't. If hey, you don't like the them, man. He's the, then he's I don't the give a fuck what your thin line is. Oh fuck! I love. I literally. I inherited a record collection. Stings this summer. the man. <laughs> The police do stings. Police schedule. We're fighting against man. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is some weird shit. Illuminati! Illuminati! Where's our conspiracy music? Oh no! Oh no! All right. So uh, as I was saying before, we do have a featured band this week. Yeah. So the band uh, that we are going to be playing a song from is called The Great Emu War, um, and the single that we're going to be playing is called Port Royal. So a little explanation for us Americans, since they are from uh, Melbourne, Australia. The Great Emu War is an actual war, officially, that happened in Australia post-World War One, before World War II, around our Great Depression. All of the uh, veterans from World War One in Australia were given the option to take land that they could become farmers on. So they did that, but when they started growing all this lush land and all these crops, it affected the migration of the emu they decided to stop going all the way to the coast where the food was and they went oh we only have to travel this far and they would eat up all the crops so after years of dealing with the emu destroying their crops they went to the instead of the agriculture department they went to the military and they said we need to do something about these birds and they're like well it's our like national bird and blah 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 all this stuff 
they didn't care. One guy took charge of it. The guy who was the head, uh, like the secretary or whatever they call him, uh, of of their military, uh, and he went the, to war with the, the toughest emu. fucking guy in all Australia. Went to war with the emu. <laughs> And literally assault rifles, like like full blown, just going to fields and trying them? to lay them down, shooting them, shooting Murdering, them. Just and then blasting. they said that there were twenty thousand emu, you and in four attempts, four different missions that they went out, they only killed a thousand of them because the emu outsmarted the military. Right? They outsmarted them, so it is a war. Fucking Australian, right there. The Australian <laughs> military, a small, very small portion. Uh, like I think it was like a handful of people were actually doing this, uh, but sanctioned by the military. It is a war that they lost to birds. Yeah, they lost a war to birds. So the band is named after that, and then Port Royal, the name of the uh, of the single, is actually a brand of tobacco that they uh, favor down there. Hmm. Um, so a little bit about the band themselves. They're a three piece again from Melbourne's pub and dive bar scene, led by frontman guitarist PT and bassist Christine. Uh, as he says, we swagger into parties all bluesy with a half-drunk bottle of bad ideas and a semi-constant cloud of smoke. Port Royal was written on a couch out of front of PT's house on New Year's and around 4 a.m. on New Year's morning after a party guest passed out in his bed a whole six hours after this New Year's resolution to quit smoking tobacco. So it's just all about him trying to quit smoking tobacco. So if you enjoy the music and want to check them out, on Instagram at TGEW Band. Again, this is the Great Emu War. The single what sound does port- Emu make? In my mind, is Good that- night, Mike. <laughs> I think it's a shrieking noise. <laughs> they are pests. It's They're like, they go like, I'm from Melbourne. Scary, scary. Yeah. They're like, I am from Melbourne. All right. Well, here, so, here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Here we go. Uh, port Royal by the Great well, Emu uh, War. Not yet. Well, this is the Emu noise. Uh, this is the emo noise? Oh, usually I think they Sounds go like, like yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Talk, 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 to talk, talk, to talk. That's what they would sound like. Yeah, yeah, no. All right, so let's I'm, jump into the signal. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like microphone noise. That did sound like pretty microphone. much like wind. Pretty much. All right, guys, we'll see you in a couple minutes uh, to discuss our brunch weekly original song. <laughs> Enjoy the great emu war. <laughs> 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 Well, I got cigarettes on, cigarettes outside, they pile up. And reverse what I done to that poor old bottle of a wine. And I smoked up on what I could, thought not to waste, not to be rude. My parents taught me to be good, and I guess I should. Just want to get my fill 
the single from the great emu war <laughs> port royal i hope they listen and and just pull a clip of you doing that and put it in their next single yeah um i mean as we, we yeah, were just well, kind of saying on that shit. they definitely they definitely nailed it with the smoky half in the bottle bluesy feel yeah, like that is definitely sure. Dom, you were saying, kind of had like that strokes or white stripes. You were saying white stripes yeah. kind of feel, but just for me, yeah, it's that with like a little bit more of a lounge feel to it. So yeah. Definitely check back. them out. They're friends of our uh, former, uh, or our past, not our former, probably hopefully in the future as well, our past uh, featured uh, artist, a, a uh, Jurassic from films. Melbourne. Yeah, we've gotten, I think it's our third Australian band. Yeah. Uh, overall, that is our fourth or fifth uh, out of uh, country. And we do have a band from England that is going to be uh, releasing a, a single in December that we'll be uh, premiering as well. So just yeah. keep an eye out. We're trying to expand all over the fucking globe. I mean, we're just trying to expand to Australia, which is as far almost as way as you can get. Yeah. Um, I mean, if there's anybody in like the like Thailand or anywhere in India, if you guys have music, like we'll we'll conquer that part musically as well. But really focusing on. 
lower western and Australia. We just have to have a massive tour with all the Australian. Yeah, we're just going to go to Melbourne bands. and have some couches to sleep on. That'll right. be the good thing. Yeah, that'll be the great part about yeah, that. Work. But yeah, check them out again. Uh, their uh, Instagram at TGEW Band uh, for all information on I releases, need- upcoming shows as well. Um, Zach, how you doing on the beers? I need to talk about it. Okay, talk about <laughs> it. How deep are you guys into the balls? I am Ball three sips in. I you are mine. one in how many in? I gave I'm a half into this one. And you already finished the two Xmas. I finished two And have Xmas. both of you donated your Valentines yes. to Zach's cause. Okay, so I wish. Zach's going to be bad. It tastes like I didn't open them. Yeah. This is special and I would like I would You know like what it tastes like? It. It's special. They have more the of your time. <laughs> this is some special shit. No, do you know what it tastes like? It tastes like mother's milk, but after mother got bukkakied. Oh, okay. <laughs> for All like right. 20 bucks. Alright. I don't know that taste, mother? unfortunately. Who's mother? <laughs> I'm guessing the taste. I would have never known that taste either, you're, I swear so to God. You're, you're I doubt you're swearing. You're telling us this tastes like, like semen-coated titty milk. All right, so semen coated titty milk. It doesn't. Zach. This is special. <laughs> Zach can vouch for you. Okay. It's special. You said that with such fucking like it a, is like firm stance. He's a poet. He's a poet. I mean, I said before I don't that mind he kind of has. I really don't mind it. I don't mind it either. Where did you get this? It was at beer time. We There's one more six pack. We need There's to get. Uh, we need to go. Get, I'm gonna go get it in the morning. I'm single in the morning, right now. They might have discontinued that one. I By the way, well, there's yeah. one more six pack. One more six pack from hey, 2016. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save it for next year. I would say yeah. I'm interested in seeing what this, this year's is, this would taste like if they still make it. What the difference is between three sure. year old and new? Sure. Uh, we um, can't save them; they're already open. They're already there's open. one. There's one that can be. But saved I'm saying these are already three save years old. Save it. We're saving yeah. it. All right. Bury it in the yard. <laughs> Along with your gold? Jesus. <laughs> no. Now everyone knows where gold. your gold is in the yard. My gold in my teeth. All right. So uh, as always, every week we write a Brunch Weekly original single. If you're joining us for the first time and you've never uh, heard about this, basically what we do is we start around 5, 6 o'clock every week. Mm-hmm. And we go right up until we are live. And we write, record, mix, and master a brand new song from scratch, um, we will have ideas for things going into it. Once in a while, Zach will have a riff or two planned out in his head, or maybe he's fucked around on the acoustic or the piano. Uh, yep. But we haven't I'm recorded anything. Always fucking around on those instruments. You're always fucking around on those always instruments. Yeah. And it's a very dangerous thing to do when you're driving a fucking lawnmower to be playing guitar, but yeah. you do it. Playing it in my head while I'm making them. I'm making the fucking songs while I'm doing other things. I, I my brain. You. I hear you. You, you're, you can multitask. So much, the best thing ever is that we do this. Like, my brain. Yeah. Is, I agree. I agree. I'm, 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 the I'm, best thing brain, in the history of anything ever is that we do this. No, I mean, you it's know. It's a creative process. I agree. I say, don't it's take so it away. I think it's the it's greatest so thing ever. Fun. Oh, it's it is so much fun fucking thing. fun. And we made this, a fun song today. This week, we wrote probably the most fun song we've definitely done this season. Maybe, maybe ever. Uh, you guys can be the judge of that. Um, Zach, why don't you tell us what the idea behind the song, uh, what, what your approach to writing this, and again, we are going all Christmas for the next five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so what was what was your master plan? I was just listening to a bunch of funk and weird stuff. Okay. And I hadn't yet decided what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking about the tambourine and how it sort of sounds like sleigh bells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. got that feel. And that's one thing we don't have upstairs are sleigh bells. Yeah, okay. I know. We, we need probably to need to some. grab some before the end of this uh, five maybe. weeks. Yeah, At least to, re- to redo a song, maybe. 
Yes. But, well, no, uh, there's Home Goods. It's right across the bridge. Oh, yeah. we do have a Home Goods now. Yeah. We're lucky. I don't know Home Goods. It's basically like a low Bed Bath and Beyond or some crate barrel, like a real low end crate barrel. I walked in there the other day. It was I felt like I was I should have been in a retirement home. I was yeah. depressed. Yeah, it's too bright. From outside, it's too bright. I can't imagine being inside there. That place was fucking candles. mobbed though. Oh yeah, that whole area is mobbed right now. Um, so oh, you, what's up, Steve? You were thinking of uh, hey, Mr. McGlynn joining us in the oh, chat. Thank you, thank you. Um, you you were listening to stuff, and then when you kind of threw the idea at us, you were thinking. Like a, a funky Christmas. What you I said, said, like I Zappa said, feels like Zappa leading Funkadelic on an acid sleigh ride. Yes, exactly. And, like and I'll say that uh, we definitely got a lot of that in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely got a lot of that feel. I'd say Don't, subtle hints of the doors. Too. Subtle hints of the doors. Our right, the writing process. We were it was completely different than yeah, we've so ever done. Why don't you go into that a little bit? You started really. You just wrote the baseline. Well, I wrote first. the baseline in my head yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we did that, and then we did the drums, and then I spent like two hours just playing weird synthesizers. Yeah, there was a I lot. I would play of something and turn around sense. and look at you guys, and be like, "What do you think of that?" And like, or you'd be it was playing like, something, yeah, and then all of a sudden I'd we start like, whistling, and you were like, "Oh, that's good." Oh, yeah, you and had it. Yeah, well, you had a couple spots where like you whistled something, and you hummed after it, and I was just like, "I got it." it. Yeah, yeah. Right so, in. yeah, yeah. It, um, that was exactly. nice that it was like. More like I didn't know where to go. It was Once a very we got the organic. Drums, it was very organic. Yeah. It didn't feel uh, forced in any way. Uh, and and with I mean something like funk. Once you do have the bass and the drums, you can kind of go to the moon with it. Sure. Uh, Justin, for the drum side of it, what was? I mean, usually you. you I mean, we, we'll play to a click. You'll play, but you usually have bass and guitar. Yeah, there with was you. Uh, so the, the difference of only playing to a bass and kind of having more. Creative range there, but then I mean, but there, I mean, there was creative range, but there were certain things and elements that needed to be done. You know what I mean? And then there was a certain section towards the end where there was just nothing, nothing at all, like Like, literally, like play a funk beat and whatever, yeah, and and whatever. All right, you know, yeah. Uh, But more or less, just trying to keep it more simple than other shit let that, that be the back <laughs> let everything else be insane yeah. on top of it yeah. uh, Zach what kind of instruments did we did we uh, <laughs> you say that's very very Ringo very Ringo yeah. yeah it is very Ringo of you Ringo's my favorite drummer yeah, yeah, the simplicity at all. he's a great artist yeah. he's yeah. great he's Ringo drummer. is great I like Ringo He's lot. my favorite actor out of all the Beatles. He's an actor? Yeah, he's made a couple movies. I think he was in like yeah, Joe vs. the Volcano or something yeah. like that. Sure. Caveman <laughs> movie. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's not forget, he was the conductor. He was, wait. Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, oh he yeah. was. Holy shit balls. Oh my God, I forgot Dude, about it. play... Never mind. Never mind. All right. That's, that's a good <laughs> that's never a, mind. That's a jar. So, what kind of. You went into the synthesizer. We started trying to fuck around with like the saxophone sound, but what what uh, sounds are people going to be hearing in the background? Because we went all over the place. There's well, so there's many like different radio melodies. piano and electric piano. Yeah. Um, and then there's that Stevie Wonder clavichord yep. sound. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's like. Old school synths. I don't know if it's old school. I don't know that sound. It's just a weird ass sound. Weird ass sound. I like that. Yeah. There was a, fun There's sound. a lot that of weird. It's just a weird ass sound. Yeah. Everything else is. Sort it's a of, very uh, hard song to try to describe. And and then we got to the vocals at eight fifteen. We're live at nine o'clock. We did the quickest recording of vocals ever. We did it in about fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. No, it was eight ten to. 
Little Christmas. Yeah. Spelled out or Xmas? 
No, spell down. Spell down. All I'm right. not an Xmas yeah, kind of guy. Man. You were a two Xmas kind of guy three beers ago. <laughs> I'm almost done with the bottles, Steve. Thank God we're done recording, and thank God we're back to listen to this. So here we go, guys. Our week one of our Christmas 2 album recording. This is Funkin' Lil Christmas. We'll see you guys in four minutes and something teen seconds. Enjoy. It's about that time for the cheer and wine. Get your hair for some gravy.
the hallway. The piano? No, that's an organ in the hallway up there. Yeah, there's an organ up there. That was the reason uh, Justin didn't want the white piano, because now there's just an organ sitting in the middle of the yeah, well, yeah. But the piano stayed. I can't say no to free junk. You I can't, can't. You can't. You can't. Well, uh, we have a show for that, you know. Yeah. Orders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be on it one day. You wait. I thought it, I thought it was called I'm White not Swap. Old, I'm not old white enough swap. to be on that. But it'd be a musician with just like... Millions of instruments yeah. just like laying around, and then everyone just feels sorry. That's for just them. called a collection. That's <laughs> yeah. just a collection. I, there. A, I just need a bigger house. So right, a bigger so house, and I can have more, more stuff. shit. Yeah. yeah. All right. Go. So that My was motivation for life. Little Christmas, yeah. our first of five Christmas songs that we're going to be recording I, uh, over the next month or that came uh, out month and a week. like a, with the brunch sound. I yeah. Think. Yeah. No, that yeah, fucking sure. that is again the like quickest us. vocals that we've ever done. Um, they, they they turn out pretty good, but the whole song. I mean, if you strip the vocals off, that is one of the weirdest fucking things we've ever done. Yeah, that is Probably. one of the most all over the place, random fucking things that we've ever put energy into. And I fucking loved it. I loved it. I enjoyed it, and hopefully everybody listening did as well. It'll be available on YouTube uh, this upcoming week, and you can just check out on Facebook and YouTube Houseboat Tommy Lee Jones for that video dropping. So you can just go around playing it all of the time yep. and skip over the Are whole talking bullshit. Are you going to make a music video? Uh, Justin Probably always edits together a little music video for things. It's not of us, but yeah. he, he works his magic and, and puts a little music video. Mm. Uh, this season we've been putting every single song that we do up on YouTube. Ooh. Well, we need to get yeah, sleigh bells for future do. songs anyway. Yeah. All right, so joining us now uh, in the upstairs cam, uh, Justin can transition them right over to the main cam, and then we'll be on the side cam. I do. We, you want to point that down? Yeah, yeah just a little bit. The, the microphone just a little bit. Just so Dennis's beautiful face no, is just, not... Just push it down. Just manhandle it. There you go. There you go. All right, so manhandling the microphone there, we've got Mr. Dominic Tremboli and Dennis... I'm back to clapping for the guests. Uh, clap for guests. Yeah, clap for guests. We'll clap for guests. All righty. So, Dom, you've been on the show in the past, and uh, Dennis, this is your first time joining us. So, welcome uh, to Dennis. Welcome back to Dominic. Um, tonight, what I wanted to... I originally was having uh, wanting to have Dom and, and Dennis, both of you, on uh, kind of separately. And then I was like, oh, wait, you guys are both friends. You guys have a good rapport with each other. And you both live and work within the art world. So I was like, let's get these guys on together and kind of talk two different ends of the of the spectrum of the art world. Um, Dennis kind of working in, in the, uh, how do you, the, the art gallery world? The gallerist. Fine art. Artist. Yes, the fine art. I didn't want to say fine art. I didn't know if that's like a weird, like, Thing if people are like oh don't say that to me. don't say that like it's it's my no, I think that's or if it's classic like a, rock fine yeah. art classic oh, no. oh, rock or are you just like my art is better than fine fuck you it's <laughs> better than fine I make good I make great art not fine well art is art is like music it's, it's subjective uh, man no it's it's whatever makes people feel a certain way yeah in my yeah. Opinion, you know yeah. that's, that's really what it's all about whether it's Tromboli's tattoos that make people want to have symbol that represents their identity or, yeah you know or just like sick panther or, or sick yeah. panther <laughs> that sick, sick panther, panther is my identity so yeah De- dennis sick, is from you the, embody the panther dennis you, you were raised you grew up and you and you you live and work within the the fine art world as we'll say it and then uh dom you are a tattoo artist so it is 
the same world, different ends of it. And that was my initial, okay, let's come on and have you guys talk about that. And then I realized last week that all three of us were going to the goddamn fucking bigwig show. Oh, yeah. Um, and we will talk about art. We are going to talk about art. But right off the bat, what I really want to go into is that show. Um, for those of you who are not aware, uh, bigwig is a... Uh, they used to describe themselves as like a, uh, like a, a, a hardcore post punk metal influence they have like all these weird caveats I would say but they like are punk crossover thrash they're yeah exactly yeah. they are so fucking fast he plays so goddamn fast i've tried to cover many of their songs before and it is uh, my hands do not move fast enough to play anything that they can play um and so i just wind up doing uh, a co- an acoustic cover of uh the song hope uh, because I can just go dun, 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 and that's all I gotta do it's a very slow moving you know, song uh, but we we uh, had this past Friday at the Sherman Showcase Bigwig um, and they're out of New Jersey they used to play in the Stroudsburg area mm-hmm. monthly like it was almost once a month that yeah, they, they were, were playing within uh, a 30 weekly. minute yeah well, for a while it was weekly yeah. for a while like Toast Era and before Bismos. us Bismos yeah, with yeah. Justin before pre our era you know Justin's era yeah. the, the Triassic era I think that was um, you're old no, I just I feel, old, I feel like there was like a, a, Wait, a movement, you know? No, yeah. I feel like back then there was a movement and the, you know, the we're bands that were... Philly, well, there was like a real scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was like, yeah. There was Everybody like a moved to Philly. Scene. That is what happened. Everybody that was playing around here moved to Philly. Um, or all the venues got shut down for... True. Either just financial yeah, just reasons like stupid or stupid shit yeah. or whatever. Um, people get hit over it, the head But it lasted for a while. Like, Oh, yeah, It went from Justin... And pre-Justin even, early 90s, yeah. like yeah, around like, here to so mid to late so 2000s. like when I was like... Like 06, 07, it was still... To when I moved to Philly with everyone with else. I mean, finally, when did the music you know? store go out? Because that was sort of like... The, the music store on the Main coffee. Street was yeah. around, I feel like 06, 07. Yeah, it was sort of like, like the around there. The yeah, there was like a, a hub yeah. for musical equipment yeah. right on Main Street. Yeah. Um, they were right across the street from the Sherman Theater. That, that yeah, music that's store. been around for like way before 06. Well, well, can we talk? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'm saying that's sure. when they left and no, went no, to oh, yeah, yeah, okay. uh, But can we talk? Can we talk about Toast for a little bit? Yeah. Because I feel like that was a Toast was a huge scene dude yeah. so, that era was amazing and that is where I <laughs> that's where I first met Dom that is where yeah. I first saw Bigwig play live yeah. Bigwig Catch 22 Split 50 the three of them <clears throat> 200 plus Common kids decency. crammed in the Common Decency opening yeah, Whack Off Alley oh know? my god dude they <laughs> Whack Off wait no it's Quaker Alley it's Quaker Alley that's Quaker, Quaker Alley Quaker. Whack Off is the oh, one that's oh, sorry, right next Quaker. to uh, yeah, whatever the fuck uh, Over the Edge Over the Edge yeah, yeah, yeah. oh wait so, the, so that's the yeah but the intersection Yeah, like scrape shit off the street and throw yeah. them into toast and then yeah. we'd be like oh this is fucking awesome Dude, and it was, like, it was. Know, those like, shows were 
two to five dollars, like tops. Half the time you didn't pay for them, you just went. What are they drawing on your hand today? Uh, question mark sweet. <laughs> yeah. X sweet. <laughs> Somebody get the marker. Yeah. But, but, but already paid. Thanks. Yeah. Maybe that's why toast in the local scene Probably. failed as well. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, yeah, the, the, cafe, burnt down the cafe during yeah. the day wasn't wasn't really primo. helping. Did you ever go to the cafe at toast during the day? Yeah, it was. I it would go and hideous. play Scrabble with people, and it was just kind of like, this is weird to get like a like, like a hot chai tea and a funnel cake or something. Yeah, but it all, it still smelled like the show oh, it smelled like, like the night the show. before. And you were and, playing Scrabble on the stage. And somebody was probably still passed out on the couch yep. in the back room. And then there was the, like, the, the, I was say, the back room. It was literally like everyone just kind of called it, it the heroin show. room. Sketch it was literally show. like yeah. you could just like go back there and be like, oh, yeah, someone's... Someone's probably ODing tonight over yeah. here. Yeah, 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 and we're and we're fucking like 15, 16 yeah. years old. Like, yeah. uh, younger than that. We're here to yeah, see music. Where's like the 13. bathroom? Yeah. It's right next to where that guy's leg with three needles in his asshole. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god. Fuck? But they uh, scene. Th- that scene was was great, and yeah. that's where all of us kind of fell in love with Bigwig. And for this show this past Friday. Um, that I know uh, Ted Felicetti helped put together, um, if not book the whole thing. I'm not 100% on that. Um, we had we had th- three bands play, or four bands played the whole show, but three bands played uh, that show on Friday that were a wonderful callback to that time and, and place that we all loved, that era of Toast. And 50s. you had you had, you had had three former members of Split 50 playing in two separate bands and then Big Wig. Yeah. So, like, unless Streetlight Manifesto showed up and played with all the former members of Catch-22, it was as close as you could have gotten to that feeling. And I'll say for myself, um, I've not moved like that at a show since probably the last time I saw Big Wig. I don't seem to get as pumped for a live band, and probably because I saw them so often, yeah. and I knew every word to every fucking song, yeah. except fucking uh, Reclamation. And I know, I know that album, but I'm not. You know, first three. You know, your Stay Asleep, your Invitation, and you, yeah. and uh, uh, Merry Melodies. You know those guys. Um, but they, uh, the, the opening band was uh, Stevo and the Crippling Addiction. Who uh, the drummer for That's that is Cliff did, Albert, um, and Cliff was on our show. Uh, yeah, they did the mother cover. Yeah. Um, and Cliff was on our show. Well, his girlfriend was on our show two weeks ago uh, promoting her podcast, But What Do We Know? is uh, Marissa. Yeah. Yeah. And Cliff was on back in January. So it's really sweet to see get to see him play and to see him play in more of his vein of playing. Because I know sure. he's played with the Stargazer movies. But did Cliff back used to be... in the day when, yeah, when he was Cliff was the in Greek favorites. Greek favorites? That yeah. shit was out of... And that was like I a, see, we the post two thousand six scene that still was happening. So that happening. was post yeah, all that shit. Yeah. Having so like all the shows at ESU and yeah. well, the, we, they used or to show people used to throw yeah. shows yeah. in a, in a foreclosed houses. Mm-hmm. You break into a foreclosed house and sew the power on. Yep. And I've been to shows there, like fucking crack my head open on the fucking baseboard <laughs> at one show. It's like fucking blood, like. But in house we broke into. Yeah. That's how most shows are. Like most shows shit, for artists up and coming, they don't have the platform. They don't have the Especially resources. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have the capability yeah. Yeah. of being in some grandiose venue or some people. You know, or even a, or even, a, or even a mediocre venue. Yeah, or that yeah. matter. You know, just I mean, venue. I mean, 
Toast yeah. was a mediocre venue back Toast? then. Yeah, yeah, but right? they they you know, that was considered play. like middle of the line. Yeah. Like if that you played Toast, Grandma's you were basement, yeah. Like she was upstairs, like senile, yeah. and everybody was just. I was gonna say, it in hindsight, the yeah. fact that we all loved the scene so much brought it from being a shithole <laughs> to mediocre. But it makes it, you, yeah. it makes people feel like they're a yeah. part of something. Sure. Yeah, you know what and it's a small, intimate room, which is why I at first when I found out they were playing and it was the showcase, not the main stage, I was like, oh, that's a little weird and then I was like at the show just going oh no this is right like this is yeah. how it should be it should be a hundred people crammed into one room yeah, yeah, yeah. listening to this music so again you had Steve-O and the Crippling Addiction uh, they played uh, the second band uh, was uh, The Crowning uh, which was featuring uh, for uh, this performance at least I don't know if he's following the band uh, but uh, a friend of mine Danny Cruz and then Ace Hendrix is playing drums for them as well okay. and then um, and those guys were a little bit like after like that scene time and definitely in sure. in you know they they were great for for their sound. It just definitely was a, a stand out from the sound of a punk rock show. Sure, um, they are they're more not in punk that. Rock. They're not. They're not at all. And they're if not. you've ever seen Ace play in pretty much any band that he's played in in the past, he has a very specific style and a very specific uh, avenue that he he goes down. And it was a a, a welcome addition mm-hmm. to the show. I'm glad that there were four local bands because yeah. Big Wig I still consider a local band. Uh, but they, they stuck out a, a, a little bit on the show. Uh, but that even Sometimes harkens back that. to a Toast show when you would have a ska band, a punk band, an emo I mean, band, and then a that. hardcore band playing. Having, having yeah. just punk bands play over yeah. and over. Number three? Number two. Number two, all right. This show's right. heavy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, the, uh, so, uh, <laughs> the crowding <laughs> played. And then the, uh, the, the third band that played was Don't Panic, which recently reunited after about like six, seven years. Fuck, oh, Bless shit. you, bless you. Um, oh, they... Bless you. Bless you on that. I hope it got that, dude. I don't see we how need it to sample that. Are you writing your new bass line? Yeah, that's yeah. his bass line. <laughs> well, we're going to sample that and turn it into a synthesizer. That sounded like, that sounded like so a the bass song. sound like a mortician record. Oh, Jesus. In slow Christ. motion. Deep cuts, deep cuts. Um, so uh, Don't Panic played. Uh, it has uh, Ted Felicetti was in there. Uh, he's the, the lead singer, writes most of the songs for him and everything. And then their bass player is Keith, who is also the former bass player of Split Fifty. So Speaking before anybody showed up, they there were there was a moment where Ted, Keith, and Steve were all standing there talking about something technical, <laughs> and I'm looking at. Oh my god! He is felt it, that out here. Yeah. The fart. Oh god! Oh my god. Jesus Keith, you su- your subwoofer must be way up. Oh, he's listening on a phone, so that's a pretty effective fart. <laughs> oh man! Then yeah. I just blew out his eardrums. Oh, maybe he's listening on speakers. That'd be great. Yeah. We'll woke up Lucy's grandma. Um, but they. <laughs> Wake up, grandma! I shit my pants. <laughs> Did somebody fart? Um. But uh, there was a moment where the three of them were standing at the stage and they were just kind of like looking at, like, you know, talking about something. And I was like, holy, like, this is just weird. Like, there is the two former bass players, like the guy who was the bass player for Split 50, who dishonorably was discharged from the band, Steve-O, and then Keith, who replaced him, are standing there and Ted, and I was just like, yeah, this is what the fucking scene's about. Like, literally, like, that's 15 years ago, and it was scene drama back then. But it was just the coolest thing that, like, there are these people that are, for a lack of a better term, or really just to honor the term, they're fucking lifers in this shit, man. Yeah, like, yeah. they are, they're all approaching 
different things, maybe outside of music, doing whatever that they have to do to get by on on a daily basis. But they are still out there. At I don't want to guess their age, but they're probably you know younger than Justin. Um, <laughs> probably. Probably. Uh, but they mid thirties. Yeah, mid and they're all just fucking rocking. And both bands, I mean, the crippling addiction and the fucking. Sorry. Late 30s. You're not that old, Justin. Maybe, Don't uh, worry, maybe right? early 50s. You're still a millennial. That's good. You can yeah. claim, cling to that. Yeah, when you're um, like 76. <laughs> an honorary millennial. Well, I got a bad say, Me and Justin will only be dick, in our 30s at the same time. For what? Two like, months. Two months? Yeah, I'll say yeah. two months. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Robbing the cradle, Justin. Yeah. Jesus oh, Christ. Man. Yeah. Because all the sex you have. There so were literal 50-year-olds in the, in the mosh Oh, pit, dude, though. exactly. So, yeah. like, we had... I mean, I think the literal 50-year-old you're talking about is me and Mark Miller, but... So he's a literal 42-year-old. <laughs> was Mark there? Uh, Mark was there. Of Scott was there. Was. Uh, a really good turnout. Somebody but, stopped me and said, I'm 50. Ah! Really? <laughs> yeah, and I was like... Split fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should only that should be the only reaction there. Yeah. Um, but either way, so uh, all the opening bands, uh, it, it, was, it was a great setup to the actual set from Bigwig. Um, they, I, I don't remember what songs they played in what order, anything along those lines. All I know is that. There was maybe one song that I didn't know the words to, and it must have been a song off Reclamation that I'd only heard so that's a handful the only of album times. I know by them. Reclamation, yeah, that's strange to me. Well, no, I know the other stuff, but that one was the best one to me. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a bad album. It's just not. The I like classic. it because there's more metal. Yeah. Oh, definitely got more Sound metal there. Metal yeah. But they dude, they started playing. Warren Ensemble, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you, you kept were shouting that. that. Yeah, they were bummed. You I don't care. They should have played. I'm not it. sad about That's it. That's a great yeah. song too. There, there were a couple people shouting out different songs. Uh, Miranda, at one point, she was like right up close and getting like a good like camera shot, like uh, mm-hmm. like and getting shoved by everybody in the pit, like as they went by. Uh, but at one point, I think uh, he goes, "All right, what song do you want to hear next?" And she just looks down at the set list, looks up, and goes, "Sink or swim." And he just looks at her like. Yeah, yeah and she's like, whatever. Like someone had to do it. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I'm, like I said, I've not moved that much. I don't know if I've ever moved that much in a pit. Um, I never really was a go in the pit person. I was smaller. Uh, I mean, I was fat, but I was shorter, and I had glasses, and I didn't want them to break because that happened all the time. And then, ironically, happened two days before this in a different way. Again, we'll get to that next season. Um, but I was just like, oh fuck, everybody here. Pretty much, for the most part, I know. They're all my friends. I have no worries that some douchebag's going to come in and start doing haymakers and karate kicks and trying to do, like, the I'm dancing to Every Time I Die in 2005, like, and picking up pennies and swinging windmills. Mikey Meehan moves? Yes, Mikey Meehan moves. (laughs) As Bigwig would put it, the type of jock who goes to shows to fight. Mikey Meehan! But they they started playing, and we went... The room went fucking nuts. And there was probably only like five or six of us at first. But I know it was me, you, uh, Cliff uh, was in there. And a couple other people just I like... I was in run- there? You were in there? You were in oh, there? Oh, yeah. Okay. You got I'm in 30, there in your fucking yeah. brown leather jacket. Like, <laughs> well, it started off... Mr. Boy in the brown leather jacket. I was like, God It damn. started off and I'm wearing my wool winter coat, a hoodie, and a thermal shirt because it was freezing outside. Listen, you can only and drown in nostalgia throwing, so much. I just kept throwing shit, like <laughs> taking shit off and throwing it to the side. 
at some dude's feet just being like, watch my shit, and just like kept throwing it. And we went nuts. At, at one point, they started playing, um, God, I forgot. They, they started playing one song. It's pretty good. Yeah. Let's, Is that uh, the music for the do you believe in it? Fuck your rules, fuck your schools, fuck your... Oh, yeah, that can't... I gotta go through the whole song until I get to the point. But they start playing that, and I hear it, and I was like, whoa-oh! And I just start doing the obnoxious walk-back-and-forth thing, spreading my arms, like, pushing everybody out of the way. Yeah, you like, gotta feel the pit out. Just feel the pit, get everybody ready. All right, here we go. And then I turn so around fitted. and just, like, started, like, throwing my arms... I almost run into our, our buddy Will Savinsky and he's just kind of like don't pull me in don't pull me in and I just like squeeze his face like you're a beautiful man and just like went back and all of a sudden I get pulled and I turn around and it's fucking me and Mark Miller and Mark's there and then Scott's there and then you're there and then you're there and every single and I'm like this is the only people I can't immediately recognize as like and know their name are people that I'm like oh I used to be I used to see you at shows like every single yeah. person it was like everybody out of the woodwork just, just showed yeah. up and it was fucking wonderful. It was, again, you're talking about nostalgia. You really, I mean, I will drown in that nostalgia. That was fucking yeah, that was wonderful. Yeah, dude, I feel like I was 16 again. Sure. I, yeah. moved, again, moved more than I probably did at that age and fucking had a blast. And probably one of the best parts of the, of the show for me was uh, when he goes, all right, we got one song left. And then everyone's kind of like, oh, whatever. And then he plays the song, and at the end, instead of leaving the stage, going downstairs, waiting for encore call and coming out, he just walked us through basically what would he goes, all right, this is the point of the show. We're like, leave the stage, we go downstairs, crack open a beer, we're sitting down there, we're like, Strasburg deserves one more. All hands in. <laughs> and we all put our hands, and we go, one, two, three, big wag, and we come, all right, fuck it, we're back on stage. And so he, instead of leaving the stage, just did that, and then he played like six more songs and probably the best thing that come out of his mouth other than the lyrics that he wrote, at one point he just turned and was just like, I don't want to fucking get off the stage. Like, I don't want to go home. And it was just that, I think that feeling for everybody in the room was just yeah. like, this is perfect. Like, it's, it's you don't want to be someone who's trying to recapture your youth all the time in like a weird, sad way. But that was just a room full of all of us just going, no, not recapturing our youth, just regaining something that we haven't had in a while. Right. And it was fucking awesome. Like, it was fucking yeah, it was epic. Great. You want to hear uh, the craziest thing yes, about always, that? Yes, always, always. That night, that drum kit has not been touched for two years. Which drum I kit? I think it was Rob. Rob's his name? Yeah. That drums for Big, Big Wig? Uh, the current drummer? I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure. He hasn't drummed. He literally hasn't touched a drum kit in two years. That the was dude, his first time drumming. Really? Because no I know They didn't even practice? How do you know that? Nothing. They How? just played the show. Yeah. Because they just know the shit that well. That's like, insane. And, and they it's didn't awesome. lose a beat. I, I don't. I wrote a song tonight. I can't play it. <laughs> can play it at all. And I think that definitely. What kind of musician are you, Zach? The God fucking forget, forgetful kind. <laughs> There's <laughs> something to be said for. If I don't practice the night before a show. Yeah. Within a nine-year span. Fuck. Within a nine-year span, they released four albums. They released four albums, and those are the only four. Of ninety-seven to two thousand and six. That was the only albums that they've ever recorded and released. <clears throat> And it's been 13 years, and he hasn't played in two years. So for the 11 years, he was only playing those songs anyway. Yeah. So 11 I mean, years is, drilled into his head. Is, I'm not yeah. to take away from it, because that's fucking impressive. Well, as hell, he was but like, so fast. Thrash. It's it is thrash. thrash. It is thrash. And he, yeah, yeah, don't want to take away from it at all. But at one point, 
Tom turned around to him, the lead singer of Big Wing, Tom Petta, and turned around to him and was just like, uh, basically, are you good to keep going? He's like, yeah, man, however more you want to do. And he was like, fucking this guy over here. Right. Like, holy fucking shit. Um, and I know he kind of has like a, a hired gun situation where he gets who can tour with him at that point. Sure. People that know it, people that have played with him in the past or, or just know the music really, really well. But he, like orchestrates and holds that thing together so goddamn fucking perfectly and it it, it I literally went the next day to see Billy Corrigan at the big room at the actual Sherman Theater and the whole time I was like I'm glad that I get to sit down because I'm sore from last night but um, yeah last night was way better than this could ever yeah. possibly be yeah. dude do you want to hear something fucking crazy so I posted oh, a video it's... from this show from the from the big wig show my friend Johnny who's from uh, from Chicago Chicago! I'm surprised he even knew Chicago. who Big Wig was. Yeah. Because, like, for me... It was, it's a local band. Yeah, for me, it's a yeah. local band, but I forget that, like, they played on they were TV huge. and shit, you know? They were like, on TV. They still play in, like, Canada. They go out to the West yeah. Coast. Like, they're a recognized so, name in that scene. Yeah, my sure. buddy Johnny, he told me, he's like, you know, like, in where where I'm from, like, we would always have arguments. There would always be, like, one sect of, like, the, like, the music scene that would argue that Big Wig is the best band ever against Weezer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm yes, like, and I'm like, you guys right. need to lay off the fucking Malort or something. Yeah, lay off, lay the, off the Weezer, bro. Stop giving Weezer each other handshakes. Stop <laughs> giving each other all those Chicago handshakes. And fucking, yeah, that's a weird, like, okay, I was like, apparently was a thing, like, Big Wig was a thing in Chicago. I will say that at yeah. the time that I was into Big Wig, Weezer was my favorite band on the face of the planet. I mean, Pinkerton, good. Blue Album were out, and then Green Album came out, and I loved that. And it was... Both albums that I were I was listening to constantly at the same time, so it's weird that Chicago picked those two because neither of them are from Chicago. Yeah, yeah but they're um, so different. How could you even compare one's them? A, one's a thrash band and one's a fucking like a guy who really likes metal. metal. That's yeah. what I was. Thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Maybe I either. had some interest in yeah. metal at one time. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, we, I mean, Rivers Cuomo is a metal dude. He he records for like he records guitar for like Limp Bizkit back in the day and shit like that. Like okay, he well, played again, stuff again, but Limp he was not in that type of band. He was in a, an alternative rock yeah. radio friendly yeah. band. Um, and if you had ever heard a bigwig song on not college radio, it would be the weirdest thing ever. If you were just like sure. listening to the fucking bone and they're like, all right, here's off of reclamation. And they played a song. You'd be like, what the what fuck the just happened? You yeah. would call 18 people. Dude, if I saw, if I even saw like the girl in the green jacket video on MTV, I would yeah. be like, this is not cool. Not, not, not it doesn't, weird. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's weird. I'm not there. I don't want my MTV. It's just not the same to me. It's sick though. There's nothing wrong with the video. I it, just don't want to see it no is dumb cool. game It's show. cool that like, I, Who's we were so up? young. We had that like disconnect that they, they were like the local band. Yep. And that's all we saw them yep. as, but they were still the biggest band in the world to us. And the show yeah. on Friday, Friday kind of reminded, I think, it, it, from his reaction, it seemed to remind him of kind of like, all right, like, we used to come here all the time, and we were huge here. Like, they were, for a while, yeah. if you saw well, a show... beginnings. Yeah. That's what I... That's... But we loved, like, we genuinely loved them. You would go see them, like, you mentioned the Common Decency well, was before. Per, that was the big Will's, scene. Will's old that, band, that style, uh, Wasteland that Babies. Will Szymanski was in, uh, he was the Wasteland guitar Baby, player, yeah. lead singer for what that, about, um... with Will McGrath. Mm -hmm. Oh, fucking straighten up, right? Straighten up, right? Yeah, my, our, our our super producer EJ Five Thousand he produces yeah. this show. Um, it is uh, his band. We actually played them. The Fallen Policy on the episode yeah. with with Dom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, TFP, bro. So many. I mean, I. The, the, I mean, even like our my my good buddy whoops, Skip. Um, oh man. 
Let's see, there are paper towels on the table in there if uh, if you want to get that yeah. now. If not, the cat can probably get it. Um, <laughs> we should just put them on Justin's desk. They wind, Usually that's where the beer hey, usually man. winds up spilling. It's been well, about a month and a half. It has been a bit. Yeah, everyone's leaving. Everyone's leaving. It's me and you, Kyle. All right, it's me and Justin. You know I'm what? The only one you, on have, you had something written up that uh, I want to bring up now yeah. uh, real quick. Disney what? Plus, dude. Disney Plus. All right, so we're done talking about Big Week. Then we're going to talk about uh, Disney Plus for a little yeah, bit. real quick. All right, Zach's back. Um, I don't now, know, it's just been a binge watching of. You've fucking, been binge What have you been watching on the Disney? All Plus? kinds of weird shit, man. All right, what Steven is the what do you say is the weirdest thing? What is the weirdest thing that you were drawn to? Maybe because it's super fucking old, or it's fucking just something you never saw that you you went. Some oh, of fuck, the I'm gonna watch um, this now. The, the cartoon like Guardians of the Galaxy and shit like that. Oh, There's some I really really rad fucking I artwork. Haven't, I haven't. Dove in so much to the Marvel side of things that, that no, that's definitely on check there. some of that stuff out. Definitely need to check that out. For me, um, I immediately Darkwing Duck was the first thing that I put on once yeah. I logged in. Uh, my brother Keith uh, got the subscription, and I was lucky enough to get the password from him because yes. yeah. I'm a poor guy, and uh, or just a cheap guy. Or both. Um, and so I watched Darkwing Duck, and it was fucking wonderful. But then yesterday, uh, I was really fucking sore from, uh, again, the thing that will be uh, 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 spoken of uh, later on. <laughs> later. The Calamity. And the Calamity. We'll call it The Calamity. The so, uh, The Calamity, and then having the show and everything like that this weekend, um, I uh, was fucking beat. was, like, hard to move, really. And I was like, I just need to, like, I woke up super fucking early because I couldn't stay asleep. I wasn't comfortable. And I was like, I'm going to go on the couch, sit in the recliner, fall asleep in the recliner, watching just anything. So I go on Disney Plus. I start nice. Was that an armpit? I think that was a whole armpit there. Um, but I put on a movie that I have seen before. I watched when I was a kid, and I didn't realize how much it was probably my one of my favorite movies growing up. Oh no! Don't work all that out. Um, Zach's ripping out his hair. Armpit hair. Arm oh, that was armpit hair. Yeah. Oh, gross! I almost smelled it. I gotta do this uh, side. Keep it, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Just rip it out, arm hair, armpit hair, Jesus! But uh, a movie Put in that the I had on VHS growing up, and and we watched a lot with the family. My mom really liked all like the classic Disney, like nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties, like Shaggy Dog. The Steamboat Willie is really cool. Um, that's on there, that right? is really sweet. I'm happy. I haven't watched it, but it's really sweet that that is available. That they went that far back with it. Yeah. But I watched the nineteen sixties uh, or the nineteen sixty. Uh, version of Swiss Family Robinson. Okay. Which, oh, I love that movie. It's so goddamn good. I love good. it. I love it. It is so you know, fucking good. Actually, Justin was scrolling through it the first day, that, yeah. and I was just like, fuck, it's Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, I, I love that forgot show. how much so I bad. thoroughly grew up watching that probably once a week for like a long stretch I of time. I can't wait to go back and watch uh, Bedknobs and Boobs. That's, that was oh, right yeah, next to it. Too, that yeah. was right next to it on yeah. the scroll. Um, and that was another one that was Which like... Which is crazy. Those movies are from the 60s? Well, Ben Nobbs is 70s, 70s, I believe. But 1960. Yeah. And it, and uh, for Swiss Family Robinson. And it stars the brothers from Old Yeller. The two guys who played the brothers in Old Yeller. They were also in the Shaggy Dog. This is when Disney would contract somebody for, wow. you know however many years or however many films and they would just get put in everything uh, the middle brother in Swiss Family Robinson was part of the original Mickey Mouse Club mm -hmm. his name is like uh, Tom, Tommy Kirk Tom Kirk something like that Tom um, Cruise but he was or that movie w was just Crown like a Truth. fun adventure movie 
Um, but the jealousy of that treehouse growing up, like, all oh, I yeah, wanted yeah. was that fucking treehouse. Dude, last time in. I have a story about that involves that original Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah. Okay, I was living in L.A. with a band. We played a show that night. Okay. And we had a sound guy for the show. It was like a, a big, it was a house party on 420. Oh, damn. And we were California, and mm-hmm. we smoked a lot of the herb. In the city, and our we had played our set already, and people were wild. Yeah, I mean, I was a kid. People were wild about it. Oh yeah. And then we we're like, let's go get some pizza because there's no pizza at this party. <laughs> so we fucking it's a went party to dr- without pizza. We went to drive out, and I hit two cars on the way out with Jesus my car. Jesus Christ! And I just like fucking Kept going. like. Yeah, security guards and everything there. We just went. And then we told our manager that. I was like, I had two cars in the fucking... Where all the party cars were parked. And so him and the sound guy packed all our equipment up. Oh, wow. Because I, I so left. this is like the most intricate yeah. I ran, of all yeah. time. <laughs> I ran, but all our, all so our, you had a packing all our equipment was there. So you I was had like, roadies we're take like, care. We can't go back. So the manager in this town guy packed all the equipment, uh, but some shit got lost in the shuffle. Like I don't know, like like a couple lives. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> my, like, like, like a couple mic, mic stands or whatever. Yeah. That the sound guy ended up actually. Taken with him, whatever. So I had to go to the sound guy's house the next, like, two days after to pick up, like, the, like, whatever little things that got mixed up in the shop. Yeah. Did he live in a tree house? And he lived behind Dodger Stadium. Oh. Nice. And Behind Los Chavez Angeles. Ravine? Is that what it's Yeah, called? Chavez Ravine. Well, it's a huge, yeah. big-ass field, right? And so I walk into his house to get the shit. And motherfuckers watching the old Swiss Family Robinson. Nice. And I'm like, yo, dog. Like, this dude was like, he was in his 40s. You know what I mean? He was just a sound guy for hire. Yeah. He didn't want to have the, some fucking asshole kid come over. Because yeah. he accidentally took my one fucking SM50 or whatever. You know, yeah, yeah. stupid. But so I was like, oh, Swiss Family Robinson. She's awesome. Did you sit down and watch it with him? Uh, well, I watched it a little bit because he had to find the shit that he took from me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I get the shit back. And I'm like, all right, man, I, I gotta go. So I go, and it's just me. The rest of the band wasn't with me. I don't, somehow I got talked into making this trip alone. Yeah. And I'm walking out to my car, and I'm looking out, and it's the field behind Dodger Stadium, and the sun is going down, and there is a fucking mountain lion. Uh, a fucking full-grown-ass mountain lion. And you just watched down this crazy round of this twist of all the yeah. other. So you're like, let me make at a picture first, at, at first, I think it has nothing to do with anything. He's three balanchines in. Lion. At first, I think it's a cat, a house cat. So just <laughs> far enough. Are you confused a house well, cat it's, it's, far, it's far enough away that I'm like, I'm because I was this guy... I, I fucking hit you. two cars at a 420 party. You know, I was fucking smoking that weed, dude. I was high as So it fuck. actually could have been a house cat. No. So I see a cow, and I think, well, that's a cat. And I see these trees. And then the fucking cat's walking towards me, and then it jumps in the tree. I'm like, oh. And then I look at the tree, I'm like, the top branch of that tree it's is like tree. eight feet in the air. I'm like, 
Oh, that was a big fucking cat. Like, it didn't <laughs> hit me at first. It took a minute for me to realize that it was a huge cat. Yeah. Uh, and then I fucking man. quit got in my car and I got out, the fuck out of there. So every time you, you hit watch any other cars? So when I Disney think of Swiss Family Robinson, I just think cat. of that time I saw a fucking mountain lion. How fucking awesome it was. Dude, it's but a fucking scary. Saw a line behind yeah. the Dodger Stadium. Yeah. It was scary, but it was awesome. When I was living out in LA. 422 yeah. after I hit two oh, cars. 422. Yeah. After I hit two oh, cars geez. with my car. Now, to answer Jesus. a question in the chat here, Miranda is asking, she said, holy shit, do they actually uh, do they have uh, 20,000 leagues under the sea? They do have 20,000 leagues oh, under the sea. Oh, it's a good one, too. That's yeah. a great one. They have all the classic on Disney+. Plus. They own so, FS. There's, they there own are certain Fox things Sports, that are not right? on there yet. They own ESPN. ESPN. They own ESPN. Oh, oh, it's so. But they ESPN own Fox. Has its own they own one? Fox, like Fox, like yeah. Simpsons Fox. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. the like, Simpsons yeah, is yeah, on yeah. there. You and can I'll, get the Simpsons movie. And now I will say uh, a big thing that's getting everybody up in arms with the Simpsons. The uh, aspect, the aspect ratio. ratio is all fucked up. So everything that's available for streaming now is adjusted to our current aspect ratio, but they are still showing you the original cut but just cut down to the uh, wrong aspect ratio. So you were missing about, like, what would be on a normal, if you had a normal, like, 30-inch TV back in like the day. Like a third of the fucking You're missing screen. about the top two inches and the bottom two inches of the screen for the first 19 seasons or 20 seasons. See what's weird about... I saw, like, a screenshot yeah. of, like... See, what's weird about that, though, is uh, other of their older movies are cut down to 4.3. Yeah, exactly. So you get a... Two black boxes on left, but and for right, whatever reason, the Simpsons is not. It's not That's weird. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's actually something I, I recognized in Swiss Family Robinson. The last shot is the a bunch of animals running down the beach and the little boy running off down the beach as, as after the family decides to stay on the island. And in the old one, and they used to do this a lot with movies, they would just stretch the film and everything would get taller and taller and taller and then they would go like to the end. Yeah. So they don't do that now on these. So like that one, like I remember vividly watching it as a kid and you just see the normal picture and then for whatever reason the stylized thing was they just stretched it. So the little boy starts off like this tall on the screen and all of a sudden he just gets stretched and stretched and stretched and he's taken up almost the entire screen and then it would just show the end and that would be it but they, they've also adjusted that so it's like weird things but the Simpsons are pissing off a lot of people it's pissing yeah. off a lot of people that are going back and you're watching because you are missing I jokes it's, not ta- it's just a tactic Disney Disney was want you watching fucking Fox they, they really don't from Disney yeah, yeah. True. until they open True. up a Simpsons world then they're really going to want you to watch the Simpsons yeah, no so you're really in on it um, but yeah so I definitely uh, I mean obviously go fucking check out Disney Plus yeah, it's, it's worth it it's worth it's it. Okay, Drop man. beers on the your floor and do whatever you want. Your Valentine's down, bro. Valentine's down. I'm saying, are any of them full? No. Yes. I drank two of them. So, <laughs> all right. Dude, these are special beers. They are, are special beers. Mother's milk. They're special. They're special. These are special? While Zach, while Zach uh, clings to the specialness of these beers, I do want to jump into uh, what we originally had you guys coming on for, talk about uh, your lives in, in, in the art world. Um... Uh, I want to start uh, with, with Dom since we had you on before. When you started, uh, when you first appeared on the show like last August, you had just pretty much started up work within the last like year before that of working yeah. in like the apprentice world. Yeah, it was apprenticing. Um, what is your current status Donald? as? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got fired. Um, My dad actually works for Donald. Oh, how weird is that? Your dad yeah. works for Donald Trump. Yeah. 
Trump Tower. That's probably a good job. No, so he works for he works for Eric and Don Jr. Yeah, fired. Well, he works. He actually works for the the Operational Engineers Union of New York. All right. Okay. Well, he's, he's unionized, so oh, he can oh, have yeah, some he's protection union. He's there. good, man. He's got yeah, good. some You're protection. Uh, but uh, you uh, you were apprenticing at that point, and um, at that point, had you actually like physically tattooed anybody like as a, as a client, or more like in like hey friends type of way? Were you already tattooing people? No, yeah, I've been tattooing for a year, like full on full on year at that point. Needle to skin for yeah. a year for. I've been doing it for a year and a half now. Year and a half. Now. So when you were on the last time, you had just started doing needle on skin and everything. Yeah, pretty much. I prob I probably was had a couple clients. And at that point, point, you were working with. I was pretty green. You were I still working am green, out of uh, Hendra's shop, correct? Yeah, and yeah. Are you still there, or where no, are you at I'm now? No, I'm not. I actually have my own studio now. Oh, nice. Very yeah, cool. Very I have a studio cool. on Ann Street. Awesome. Woo! Is there a name for the studio? I call it Buckley's Studio. Okay. Because it's my dog. All right. But. No. No, not not a real name. No, not a real is name. Is it just you or is there other people? Just me. Yeah, just oh, me. I'm coming in. Got my own spot. Yeah, come Fuck on it. in. Fuck not it. Not for real. Now what? Because when Kyle's like, oh yeah, Dom's real. I was like, see that tuning us on the show? I said, before I've, you even I've said that, I Dude, said guys, I know what you're going to ask. If you guys can figure out to get this rig into my studio... I'd be down. We could but also just bring a here. camera and film we it could. and then yeah. cut it together yeah. and make yeah. a special yeah. release video and then have you on again as a guest and play the yeah, video. Yeah, let's for do that. I'm down in. I'm let's do that. Let's fucking Because I just want to do it in a, like a fully sterilized yeah. tattoo yeah. environment. Understood. I want it for to sure. be 100%. This is not sterilized. I walked in here yeah, with yeah, shit yeah. on my shoe earlier. This is not a sterilized. I got to respect the trade. Yeah. There's a lot of respect you got to have for... Yeah. Tattooing. Oh, for sure. Now, what would you say in toes. in the last year and a half of you doing the work? What has been uh, maybe like your your what like your favorite style or maybe your favorite piece that you've been working in? I know you do kind of more the the old school approach. Yeah, um, I just I love traditional. Yeah. I mean, there there's something about it that's like I don't. It's just tried and true. You can't you can't beat it, and it's that's why I want to do the, the wheel. The wheel. So what we want to do? We're going to set this up. This is what I want to do. I want to get one of those spin wheels with like... Oh, fuck no. I'll do you better. I got dice. No, you roll no, but... four dice and you get whatever... No, fucking... well, I wanted to get one for the show for all kinds of stuff. <laughs> all right. Not just this, but I wanted to get that and have, shame. have you make like, you know, four or five flash pieces and we put on the thing. Yeah. And then we we, we each spin yep. and whatever it hits is is what you're going to tattoo on I us. think one should... I think it should be like... Like three banger pieces and then two just fucking awful, awful, awful oh. but like, still well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'll do like no, a like a no, big thing in no. just awful. <laughs> like like a, I, I no. can say like a big thing in in uh, tattooing uh, right now is this thing called Sucky Panther, where like somebody drew, somebody tattooed this really like awful panther. Oh, face. Geez. Well, I would get the panther. But now it's but now it's a thing. People get like people get the sucky panther. Like it's like an actual piece of flash in in a lot of shops nowadays. Okay. But uh, people do it right. It looks it yeah. looks good for the sucky panther. Okay. Yeah, just look it up. Hashtag sucky panther. You'll know what I'm talking about. So what is uh, within that style? What has been like kind of your maybe your bread and butter or just like the thing that you kind of have enjoyed the most to tattoo? Okay. Yeah, that's definitely that's it's a sucky panther, but like a lot of people do it pretty cool, right? Like, <laughs> well, one looks, oh, somebody dude, some dude did it like Yoda. 
Oh, oh I've seen that. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's sucking to kill. That's like a meme tattoo. Yeah. Oh, oh dude! Chucky Panther, dude! MF Doom? That's the oh coolest shit I've ever seen! That's yeah. insane. Alright, so we gotta figure there out. There you go, dude. There you go. <laughs> or we do like, we do like three cool Flash, one Sucky Panther, and then one just like no, straight dude, up dick. I, yeah. want, I want a Sucky Panther, dude. It, I gotta figure out. That. I gotta figure out what kind of Sucky Panther. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, what kind hold on. Of I'm thinking right Panther. here. Voltron Sucky Panther. Alright. There you go. I'll draw it up. Let's do it. Right. For real though, not even for the show. Drawing up Voltron Sucky Panther. <laughs> I like it. Right, I cool. fucking I love Voltron. Oh my I wanna, God, I, all my tattoos are pop culture. I want to fucking dude. This is I want really to fucking one, Voltron dude. Sucky Panther. Oh wow! Damn! Damn! Damn. Now I would say if we're gonna do that, I would like to say maybe one one spot on the wheel because I don't want to just. I mean, you have to. You can go get that on your own. Uh, one idea for a tattoo that Most you told sense. me years ago that you wanted to get, and I've thought about it, and I've always been like, oh, that's a really funny idea for mm -hmm. a tattoo. You wanted to get the lion's head lion oh, tattooed on you with yeah. a banner that said PA all day. No, thank you anymore. Yes. My friend Lee has needs, one on his neck right here. Oh, does he? Yeah. I was going to say, that needs to be part of the wheel, wow. so you need to design it for us. You need Sorry. to design a PA. I will never do that nope. to a, like, I wouldn't do that it? to a friend. If a friend said, I want the Lion's Head logo tattooed yeah. on me. I was going to say, you were probably like, like 22 be, Yeah, that'd be sick it. in high school, but yeah. like... Yeah. Now? No, no, not. just get a lion. What just about get a lion? But why not a what puzzle? About the, that's yeah, the oh, lion the bottle cap. Yeah, 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 I was gonna say, what yeah. about the bottle cap? The puzzles are sick. Yeah. I actually have a couple of buddies that did that. My yeah. buddy Bobby has one that that socket to him, which is sick because nice. he boxes now. He's Very a boxer, cool. so Very it cool. makes sense. Jesus. But yeah, what we I'll do bottle caps all day. Bottle caps is a cool idea. Well, fuck yeah. All right. So I, I, bottle, I, think I just that want to tattoo Just bottle caps. Bottle caps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bottle cap yeah. Have the outline. So, um. With like what? a rosary, but it's a bottle cap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Mother, mother, mother Mary of our of our St. Valentine. Our St. Valentine. Yeah, dude. Jesus this is the Valentine. 2016. Yeah. Give me a Valentine tattoo. Where's the Valentine? I think it's Valentine. I think it's Valentine. Give me those shits. Yeah. But, uh, all right. So, so you're working out of your own uh, place off of Ann Street in yeah. Stroudsburg, doing more of the, the traditional uh, stuff. Is uh, what What is your kind of like your plan, your trajectory for yourself? Are you, are you um, sticking within that style? Is that what you want to make uh, I mean, your thing? No, or are you I, no I, like, I like branching out. I like yeah. doing other things like black and gray work. I really want to start doing. Uh, I've always had a knack for like lettering and script and stuff. So, I'd be down to, to like branch into that type of thing but how about yeah. mathematical equations <laughs> I, I mean that's totally, lettering yeah. So, yeah I was thinking about that what if it would be cool if you had like a a whole bunch of math mathematical equations that aliens could understand because they say if you if <laughs> you, math is the inter if, if you're the first contact if you're if as a human yeah. if you're the first contact but how would you know life, what their mathematical equations look like no no, no. Well, because, if you can because draw math a triangle, is universal if you can no, draw a triangle Pythag no. Pythagorean theorem is universal if any civilized if there's any civilized spacefaring civilization Pythagorean theorem regardless of what they call it is a geometric principle that is true. Yeah, but with ge what if geometrics are skewed on a different planet given different constrictions of but the gravity? Law, yeah, the laws of physics took a triangle, are... this line equals this line plus, plus this line. I understand, well, that's what, I understand what you that's mean. What they, I, I mean, I'm not a scientist, 
But from what I've read and heard, that uh, a lot of things we think about physics, the very basics of physics and geometry well, are universal. Well, if the natures and laws of physics change on a different planet, like if we, don't, say, we don't know if they do. Then that's going to like if they, when you're else. saying if the little green men show up and they're not little green men, they're just the crystalline I entity from saying. Star Trek Next yeah. Gen that shows up and it's just this weird thing that absorbs. But they say you want to you want to prove to to whatever other intelligence you meet that, that the human race yeah. is somewhat comprehensive in the laws of physics. We may not understand as much as they do. Obviously, we probably won't. If they got here, if we they, won't. If they yeah. come here. But we want to be able to, without being able to speak a similar language Listen. at all, be able to to get across the point that we are a mathematical civilization that can understand and process Mathematics. Something. If, if you're yeah. not going to be made of gold or resources, they're not going to give a fuck about your mathematical well, that's equation. Why I'm putting, on your that's chair. why I have gold teeth, too. That's how they're playing. You know? That's the only Wait, reason why they're going to come what do you, down here. What do you, why, why do you think that gold or any resource on this planet is the resource they're looking for? To, to well, I'm not so. saying that that's, well, no, that's gold, what it is. Gold reflects radiation. So all our spacecrafts, like hey, the listen, windows, our, have gold in them. Listen, our, our, our planet could be made is, of shit. Gold is literally the most valuable resource and well, to it's our perspective. Shiny. But, but what I'm saying but is, with the, with the radiation, with blocking radiation, any they, you know, it makes sense that anything that travels through space would want to avoid direct radiation to them. Unless they so drive gold, off of it. Well, no, well, no. Be. My point being is. Maybe have we else. haven't had alien contact because alien contacts were looking through a bunch of fucking planets and they're like, oh, here's Earth. They're like, oh, yeah, there's nothing worthwhile here. Right, I, move I, on. I, I believe Swipe yeah, right. They're like a Tinder for fucking, <laughs> <laughs> for fucking like, figuring they out whether we're worthwhile. They don't need water or sand or dirt. So I think that's like, it's like Yelp. Swipe, I, I think what you're saying <laughs> makes Yelp. a lot of sense. Yeah. That we have not advanced far enough as a civilization uh, and that's what happens in Star Trek. Yeah, we we don't. What you, do you guys uh, trackies at all? I, 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 Dude, I, I should dabble. I dabble in the I dabble in the Trek. Right, so I had an old TV when I was growing up, and all I had was thirteen channels, and you know, all I watched was fucking Star Trek's Deep Space Nine. Oh, Star Trek sick. I liked it. I so I like the guy with the fucking crazy ears, whatever the fuck his name is. Fully automated gay space communism. That's what it was. <laughs> globalism, bro. It sort of was. <laughs> it was globalism. Well, I mean that whole idea. We I mean, don't have to go too far into but that. It that was whole like, idea it, was like but the second an alien shows up, we all just go fuck the blinds, fuck the borders, fuck the boundaries. Let's focus on the social issues, yeah, yeah, not yeah. the things it's that are going to kill like, uh, Wait, you're black and I'm white, but we're both still human, and we're fighting the yeah. goddamn fucking Klingons. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like, there's yeah. a there's a reason they're cleaning out. Yes, <laughs> there's a reason. There's a reason. Oh, all right. Before we go too far wait, down wait, to Star Trek hole, because we will, we will. Me and Zach will go down this yeah. this hole forever. Because yeah, before we even started talking about Star Trek, I said crystalline entity, and that's super, super. This TV. all this all came from tattooing. Yes, yeah. tattooing. Yes. That's the way the show works. That's the way the show works. Yeah. Because that's I watched the show. All right, so uh, Dom, you're you're in the tattoo world, but Dennis, as we were saying earlier, you are in the 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 fine art, the gallery world. Um, what is gallery uh, art world? Ga- gallery art world. Um, what is your 
basically what 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 do you do within that? Because I like I've I've known you for ha- however long I've known you. Yeah. I know that you're a talented artist in your own right, and I know that your dad is a talented artist in his own right. Mm-hmm. But I've always just kind of been like. I don't really know what Dennis does. Like, I don't know well, what his what his what his life entails, and I'm always interested to to learn more about friends. <laughs> well, we have uh, an art gallery. Mm-hmm. It's me and my father. My my father's an established artist, and uh, you know he. That's a light light term. Established. Well, he's well, no, like a no. fucking doctor well, no, no, no. Yeah. of yeah. art of art. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing. Like, he's from the Soviet Union. Yes. Okay. And that's and I was born there. I was born in Latvia, okay. which is a small Baltic country. And uh, my father went to Saint Petersburg uh, Imperial Academy of Art, which is also called the Repin Academy of Art, and which is a classically trained school that was established in uh, the late seventeenth, early eighteenth uh, century Jeez. by Catherine the Great. And Damn. what she did, because... Is that the one that fucked horses? Uh, no, but she was a German, actually, okay. which is kind of weird. So maybe Peter... she fucked horses. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, go on. These Germans, are the, I mean... These are the Sars? Hey, that's my people. I, I'm the Sars? Peter the Great died, and then Catherine the Great took over Russia. Their last name okay. was the Great? That's cool. Well... The only reason that the great ever gets added is because of it's a, a, it was actually Thagriot, but they they all, well they no they have Alexander the Great or anybody who yeah, else is yeah. the great. The only reason they add the great the great there Jonathan. has to be there has to be a significant be no no there, there has to be a significant cultural contribution gotcha. to a nation or a people. So when yeah. can we start saying Kanye the Great? Kanye the Great? <laughs> yeah. Today. Once he brings Jesus in his natural form other than a hologram on this fucking planet. Okay? Wait, wait, wait. I think Kanye already is Jesus is it, in his natural it's, form. It's not in a thousand years from now we're going to be talking about St. Kanye? Listen. Yes. <laughs> he drove yeah. the snakes out of Osteen. Um, Dude, I hate Jesus. Con- Actually, you know what? When Jesus. Let's, let's take this back for a second. Most punchable face on the Kanye planet. West? Fucking Kanye West. All right, West. full circle of that. Fuck that motherfucker. All right. For the all right, record, right. I'm not agreeing with that. All right. Let's not digress. Let's not okay. digress. From what I was but yeah, your father. Yes, your father. Latvia. Latvia. No, but anyways, so great. we immigrated here in 1995. Uh, what happened was, in the early 90s, uh, no one had seen much of... Russian art or Soviet art because of the Soviet Union and it was so closed off from the Western world Mm. so there was a huge demand for it so when my family moved over here it was like people were super stoked and excited to see this Russian art and artist and their point of view and everything. You said 95? Uh, 90 well my dad originally moved in 92 Okay, so, so I was so, so me and my mom were living in, in Russia. I mean, you're, you're, the Cold War is starting to. No, it's already done. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I mean, fell. so I mean, yeah. well, the, the, but what I'm saying is he's coming out of that. He's coming out of that. The era is is technically called Perestroika, which okay. means rebuild. Okay. In okay. Russian, okay. there's a literal translation. Okay. And basically. Uh, Russia and the United States made an agreement. I mean, I don't know much of the details, but to build they McDonald's. allowed <laughs> no, but they allowed people 
who were involved in culture, like the dancers, ballet dancers, artists, whatever, to come over. So that's why my dad was allowed to come over here. He had a a visa, they call it an extraordinary visa. It was based, like if you had some sort of skill or talent. And you were the cream of the crop of your Yeah, and you had some sort of contribution to culture and art or whatever, they let you come over. So anyway, so he came over here, built uh, kind of a nest here for me and my mom. And did he move what, directly was, to this area? Or I think Jim I, Thorpe. Jim okay. Thorpe. So okay. Dennis, I think it should be said though, like the 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 actual breadth of work that your father put into art. How long was he in school? A uh, total of seventeen years. Jeez. Wow. But okay. he is he is it, a master. Okay, of art. seventeen yeah. years at, at until what age is that? Is is that until so from six? So when he was in high school, I mean, I'm writing his biography now, which is going to be published uh, in the spring. But uh, God damn it, fuck the big so, way show. We should have just done the whole show on this. Damn. No, no, but but so <laughs> no, but so like when he, what basically like the way, so basically what it was is like if you're an, an Olympic gymnast, they yeah. train you from like six years old to do sure. what you need to do. Yeah. So right. when when he was like, you know. Six seven years old, my grandparents realized that he, you know, he, had, he was good at drawing, you know, so they made it a point. And then, like, by the time he was 14 15 years old, he was working in a local artist studio in Ukraine, which, which is where he's from, and then learned from him. When was your dad born? In 1961. So, when he was oh, going damn. through that, that was That's also my, a so very big challenge. My father. Yeah. That, that had to be a big challenge for um, him to even like for him to even be pushed into that is sort of crazy. Well, I mean that's the way they, that now, they, I don't want to say pushed into it, but but having a, your family support that, you know what I mean? Well, what they did, so they basically in the Soviet Union the way it was like they the worked, culture though, right? Specialists. No, but it, yeah, no. In the Soviet Union, what they did sense. was they they basically everyone was always evaluated, right? So everybody was always looked at like, uh, well, what are you good at? You what know, if, if you, you were have. if you gotcha. were shitty at school or whatever, you were put in a vocation thing, and then or you did labor or whatever else. If you were good at mathematics and you were a doctor or you were yeah, yeah. an artist, right, then they sense. then they would they would progress you into the higher levels of education in that particular field, which happened to be art. So, like, my dad, like I said, was in the Ukraine studying art. He was good at it. He, stu- he worked in an artist's studio when he was early on, and the artist recommended him to go on to the next school, which is, like, the undergraduate. And then once he graduated, the undergraduate, you went to... Uh, he, he was at the Donetsk school, then the Lugansk, which is, like, the the graduate school okay and then they have like in the soviet union they had like the elitist schools which is like the Repin academy in st petersburg which right. was like the cream of the crop gets in like like for instance the the my dad loved this one artist yevsey moisenko who was a famous russian artist he won like a medal this guy was this guy's a fucking had an incredible life he was in the red army fought in World War II against the Germans, got caught by the Germans, but because his wife was an admiral's daughter, he was able, he, because at the time, if you were captured by the Germans, you were considered a traitor and they would just shoot you or send you to Siberia. Sure. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because he was married to the admiral's daughter, 
they they uh, pardoned him and he was able to go back to the art school, finish his degree. That's crazy. And then he became an art teacher, and that's what my dad studied under. And if you look at some of his paintings, they're they're incredible. I mean, yeah. the guy and 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 a lot of the style and everything and the teaching is really is really prevalent in a lot of my dad's early work. So. So what I'm saying is, is like my dad studied this guy. He looked at him as a hero. He actually won. Uh, my dad's teacher won. Uh, like he was like the hero of the Soviet Union or whatever. Right. And so he won like all these awards and medals. So he he was a very well known guy. But like apart like from, but not, a, but yeah, but not in thing. the Western world because, uh, like I said before, Soviet Union was sure. closed off for so yeah. long. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah, people here had no idea. So anyways, so my dad went to go study with him, but he only took it. He was an older guy at the time, and he actually died in the last year of my dad's study. But he only took in six students in his studio, and he had like, you know, hundreds or however many applicants yeah, yeah. That they had. But anyways, so that's as the story goes. So my dad was trained from the best of the best, and, you know, now he paints what he does. And right. He teaches me now. So now I'm Gen 2, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, I worked in corporate for about 10 years out of college, and, you know, I got laid off twice, and, well, I had multiple other jobs and everything else in between, but the point is, is that I was just kind of like, you know, I went to business school, I went to formal business school at yeah. Temple University, my parents, my I wanted to go to art school. I, I graduated. I had a portfolio of artwork. Right. Me and my dad and my mom, we all went to the... Because my mom was also an architect, and she was studied in my dad's art school together, and that's how they met. Yeah. But And she's just as brilliant as he is. I mean, she could build a coliseum if she wanted. She knows all the principles of geometry, and yeah. going back to yeah. what we're talking about and all that. Yeah. Your mom's safe from the aliens, but, is but what with, we're saying. But the point... Yeah, she definitely is. Yeah, <laughs> definitely yeah. the yeah, aliens. She <laughs> counted to the end of high. But... Um, <laughs> But what but what happened was my dad was just in such disagreement with the curriculum and how the American art schools really taught sure, art sure. because you didn't have to take drawing before you took painting and you could like mix and match and whatever there was no structure to the way it was taught there yeah. are a few schools that do teach it that same way you know I think uh, PAFA is one of them in Philadelphia and Yale absolutely does the old school kind of teaching if you want it. But obviously, not everyone can get into yeah, Yale. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know? yeah. But, I dropped out of art school. No, no, but... Oh, well, you said Temple. I went to Tyler. Yeah. You say, that's, that's the school I was going to go to. Yeah, and my dad was like, no fucking... Tyler. My dad was like, no fucking way you're going in that school. I'm not I'm not spending my hard-earned money for you to go to a half-ass art school. It's like, if you want to yeah. learn art, well, I, you come to me. Okay, I feel good about dropping out, though. No, no, <laughs> well, no, but he, no, but he literally told me. He literally told me. He's like, he's like, go to school for something that's practical. We're living in a capitalist system. All right, go to school for business. Learn the business thing and learn to do that and, game and whatever. And like, I can teach you too? art. Like, you can learn from me. Like, and you've learned from me. So you don't need to go into those schools. Or Let me interject it, real quick on this part, yeah. on this point. Is that regardless of what he did in college, you came over what second grade, third no, grade? First, no, first grade. First grade. Seven first years grade. old. Seven years old. I knew Dennis since he he moved here. Yeah. He had a fucking super euro mill. It was sick. But <laughs> nice. This kid was drawing like concept cars in first grade. That like 
it looked like a fucking yeah. magazine. We're all spread. trying to draw t- Tasmanian devil. Yeah, like dinosaurs and shit. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was drawing concept cars and already doing like like yeah. full well, body figures, realized pieces. He was doing yeah. stuff, and it, it was he was already an artist, and like he was already years leaps and bounds ahead of. Well, that's what I wanted already. to do. That I yeah. wanted to draw cars. That well, was my thing. Oh yeah, you were super into cars. Yeah, I, I like. You wouldn't shut the fuck up about cars. Yeah, I know. Really? That's what I mean. Jones, how do you Ben feel Jones about, became friends. Yeah. <laughs> say, how do you feel about uh, Pixar's movie Cars? Do you think you could have uh, drawn it better? No. No. Okay. Good. Well, it's nice. Uh, you're not. Listen, you're Pixar's not too got proud. some talented artists. Yeah, oh, fuck yes, you know, it, you know, that's one of the things that me and my dad really enjoy watching is actually 3D animated movies, and it, you know, it sounds, it sounds kind of, you know, I don't know, weird or whatever, but it's an appreciation for art because, actually, my dad told me, and this is, you know, just like studying, with talking to him. He wanted to. He wanted to make cartoons when he was younger. That was his dream. Or See, being a truck to, driver. Or being a truck driver. I wanted truck to go to school for uh, computer animation. Like that's what I wanted to do. The whole Pixar thing. But I just couldn't afford to fucking do. But it. But see, it all starts with drawing. It starts yeah, yeah, with art. Yep. It's yeah. the art mm-hmm. because if you can't do the art and you can't do the drawing. Then yep. it's limiting you and all the other things, and yeah, that you is, don't know and, how to render shit properly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah, but no, but going back to the art school thing, when my when we were touring these art schools, my dad was like, "Well, no one's they're they're telling people to paint shit with paint on canvas, but they're not telling people how what the fuck they're supposed to paint and how yeah. like what's yeah. a drawing like yeah. what's a circle like yeah. I mean there's structure to all these things. Sure. There's a way of there's a way of, you know, if you, like, for instance, like, if you learn Photoshop to just, like, make, you know, band posters or just, like, flyers for yeah. something and you just use the text. But you're not, if you don't learn all the tools that are that are within that one mm. program. You're not like, using it to its fullest You don't know what yeah. you're capable yeah. of doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sure. if you don't know the tools to anything... Like, if you learn music and just play cover so bands dad, or, like, yeah. just learning tabs on yeah. the internet... You're not understanding so he's looking sheet at, music. You but he's looking music. at the, the paintbrush then in that way going like, you don't know how to use the full extent of that brush. You don't know it. You don't know. They're teaching you ABC123, but they're not teaching you more in-depth yeah. like yeah. structure behind the, the art. Now, qu- quick question to interject. When you were doing these tours uh, as a, a, a prospective college student, were... Any of the faculty members at all aware of who your father was within the art world? And when he was expressing his disdain for certain schools, um, did any was anybody trying to like in, in any way kind of going, "All right, you're you're his son. Like we want you here." Like was anybody trying to pull you no. off of that? No, it wasn't like it know? wasn't like no, it wasn't like that. Like we yeah. weren't trying to make that a point. We were just trying to. You know, do so the your recon dad had a work. very nice, yeah, yeah, a, a recon without being exposed. Yeah, just is what to I'm like, see yeah. what, the, what the fuck is going on here, you know. And like that's the thing that the schools they like. I think you'd be very objective. No, at no, that no, point, no, no, no. See the, the whole people sucking I mean, his dick, going, we want your kid to come. No, no, here. no. We want your this kid is this is all this is a whole this is a whole another topic to talk about, uh, which I won't get into. But to just briefly, you know, address what you're talking about is the fact that like this whole. You know, big uh, uh, college funding 
thing and college debt thing is like you know the colleges understand that their the the kids are like oh I want to be an artist and then like they know that the parents are going to be paying for it so they're like all right well let them be an artist but they're hiring you know and then all of a sudden the college is starting to get a bigger budget and they're hiring other people. But they're not actually qualifying those teachers to be actual instructors. No, they're not things se- that are they're necessary. Not a premium product. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're just hiring, like you know, fucking like the guy was a kindergarten art teacher a year ago. Do yeah, you know, a drawing class because because that guy has a good reputation and he's done it for a long yeah. time and or whatever bullshit. Yeah, or whatever bullshit thing that they that they look at apart from that. Oh, yeah, they don't look at some guy who's you know a trained artist that you know. I I. I agree with you because I should have never been able to get into art school. <laughs> like I went, I was ex- I was accepted to a a pretty oh, decent art school. Life. Tyler is a good art school. I was. Ex- I looked at that school. I was accepted to a pretty decent art program. Yeah, because they knew you had the money to pay yeah, for but, it. But now, if I look back at probably what I was doing in high school versus you were doing in high school. There's a an enormous a generation gap almost difference. <laughs> but it, but it's see but see it's 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 a regard it's it's regardless of what you were making as a kid in high school or be, before or anything. They you know the the way that they did it like in the Soviet Union is like okay they can see that you that you got something. They're like all right there's some good shit going on here. This kid like has. A potential ability. to be, or the ability to draw and do things. Yeah. So they're you gonna... got to start working for a serious artist. So this goes back to what I'm saying. So my so so after my after leaving corporate America and getting laid off the last time, my my dad has seen uh, really good success in his own art, and he's getting older, and I've noticed that like you know. He wants to keep going, but he just hates dealing with the stupid bullshit that the that uh, the business yeah. aspect is. Modern it's frustrating. Yeah. He, wa- he was he wants to paint paintings. He doesn't want to fucking sit there me- sending emails. Yeah. 20, he doesn't want to do know, like for... an East Coast tour to fucking to yeah. Like he doesn't want to sit there like sending yeah. emails, making deals, and that like it takes away. It's the frustration, which I also understand from. Oh yeah. You know, like having that business stress on sure. the back of your well, mind. That like, is the reason fuck. that every. Er, 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 Every successful art, not every, but most successful artists generally have a business manager. They generally yeah. have a, a, uh, an agent, dealer. a dealer yeah. or something. Whatever yeah. whatever yeah. your art is, actors have talent agents. Everybody, Because I'm not going to sit here and try to find who's going to hire me to do this. Exactly. I want to be ready to go fully preserved in what I know I can do and produce my art for you honestly and truly and then let some other person handle as you said, I mean that also takes away yeah. from the time exactly. that he can you want, do you want art. listen, listen if the artist is doing if the artist is doing what he's doing and is generating his success and his business and his proliferation of his work or whatever he should just be doing that and that's exactly the role that I filled and yeah. me and my dad have been working for five years 
Uh, we had a gallery on 6th Street, yep. which was my dad's studio, yep. which he had actually downsized. He was on Main Street at the Bixar Gallery for the longest time before right. that. Mm -hmm. And when I was in high school and then going to college, my dad downsized and he just made his own studio, small gallery space. Now that we're working full, so full time and for the last four years, um, building we're, a business. we're building a, an art business. I, I'm an aspiring artist. So... I took the like the apprentice approach yeah. to it, and my dad is my teacher. Hell he yeah. is my confidant, and he, you know, Mentor. I make drawings and everything else, and he helps me develop that. And basically, which is actually even better, is actually more creme de la creme oh. than his experience. <laughs> nice well, trill there. Ours, yeah. a nice trill there. No, I he tells me all the shortcuts that it took him 17 sure. years to learn yeah, yeah. that he can can lay on me in like you know a 20 minute kind of lesson yeah. you know what i mean and there's there's got to be something wonderful in his in from his standpoint maybe i'm projecting out of hope for me one day with with my own you know offspring whenever that were to happen um being able to teach your kid everything you know so that what you learned isn't lost and to let them carry that on so that then when you have your own children down the line if they naturally show the the proclivity the the, the want to do that it is not a lost uh it's not a lost art exactly. it's not lost knowledge and that's a big thing like knowledge like everything being passed down it's the only way any of us know anything is other people we stand on the shoulders of giants as they say and and we we look at you know uh, our world and we take what our ancestors and everybody did and we take the next step forward. So for him being since the world that he learned in uh, and was educated in is not existing anymore, to be able to hands on teach you specifically, um, and that's got to be extra awesome for him that it's his son. Um, but also knowing that it's going to get passed down and and that he's going to um, have like the beginning of a legacy in that way where he can just keep you know outpour all of his knowledge to you and i i don't know the drawings that dom's talking about when you were a six-year-old but i do know that even just yesterday man yeah, you that posted rad, that fucking picture the the bukowski yeah, and jesus right. christ I showed Justin, I showed Zach, uh, while actually while we were recording the song tonight, I'm like, literally, he was working on this like yesterday, I'm like, look, look at this thing, it's beautiful, and um, <laughs> side note a little bit, um, next time we do a logo, you should make a real fancy logo for oh, us, yeah. I mean, yeah, nice, you, an actual can drawing. Can you draw the this. picture? Can you just tattoo it on me? No, no, Can you work together? Can we, yeah, we yeah. make it happen? Can I just say one more thing, too? But... The, I've known Dennis for since first grade. I have never seen Dennis more um, engulfed in art and more like enthusiastic about art as he is right now. Hell yeah! So to see what he does in the next couple of years is, I think, is yeah. going to be the most phenomenal. Yeah. We need, him. we need yeah, album covers. I appreciate that. Um, appreciate that. Yeah, can no. you do death metal album covers? I can do any. Album wonderful, cover. wonderful. Awesome. No, but one of the things like. Like it's it's really adolescent in a way. Uh, the the recent things I've been kind of learning, or yeah, learning, but it also exploring. 
like simple geometry, which is I wanted to tag it back to what you were saying, and like uh, geometry is incredible, and it was completely overlooked, and uh, I feel like in my whole educational process when I was a kid, and now I'm 32 years old and I'm an artist, but like it's something that I'm just really seriously focusing on because it's such a big part and it's like it was like a like in the last uh last month or so it was like a missing piece to a puzzle that is my art in general and now like i have been more cerebral than ever and like yeah. developing what i've been wanting oh yeah like and that's like a tool like they're going back to what i'm saying like like my dad because of the the pragmatic attitude of the soviet union of teaching an artist to become an artist and the way that they were diligent about very rigorous showing yeah the the rigorousness and the and the tools and everything else he's able to create what he's able to get and everyone else is in awe because the education system allowed it to do well, if you have all the tools and you know how to use your tools you are going to become I mean, much better at what you're what, doing. What you're talking about is something that is highly dying within, at least within this country, and that goes back to like even blacksmiths. Well, the like apprentice, yes, hundred percent. You know yeah. what I mean? Like what you're doing and the approach that your dad yeah. was taught in, and how you're being taught is legit. You are an apprentice, just like a blacksmith would be. You would be. You would start by yeah. probably cleaning the fucking place up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like realistically, yeah. you wouldn't be touching metal for fucking years you know what yeah. i mean like no no literally the first two years that i started working with my dad i'm just like stretching canvases and just like prepping them exactly dude and like just doing that because if you don't understand the basics just like cooking if you yeah. don't understand how to fucking start something you can't fucking cook Listen, a full dish correctly age, age ain't nothing but a number well, yeah. <laughs> you can start at any time and do whatever the totally. fuck you want totally, you know? but you, you still are, but you still should go through those those that's what i've been doing mentor. and i think that's where the parallel is between in this episode you're yeah. talking about the parallel between what he's doing and what I'm doing is sure. there's still a very like For uh, sure. there's a huge tradition in mentorship there is yeah and uh, you like if you don't know your past you're yeah. not gonna have a good future well, uh, even you if have you, to have a solid foundation have I didn't get better as a musician the times when I can remember getting better as a musician were times when I played with the older cats who yeah. had been around the block. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been yeah. in multiple bands with multiple dudes. They bring the best The age of my father. Well, they you know tell you I mean? to slow I, the I, fuck I, down I, and I, learn I, the basics. Yeah. I played right? with a couple sure. guys that, yeah. are, that are my dad's walk. age that really, that, you know, played, lived through the 70s, all the fucking Zeppelin and all that shit. These guys that can really play. Yeah. And what teaches me the most about music is taking a step back and, and playing with these dudes that have fucking played forever and been through the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's something to be said for, for taking something well, Not only that, from, but you're you, always trying to from, play from with people, people that are better than you. You don't want to learn. Yeah. You don't want to learn. Not, you have to be you surrounded learn by people somebody better that's than not you. better than yeah, you. Absolutely. It's well, not, not going to do not anything that, for you. You're I, teaching yeah. them shit. Believe it or not, I like to play golf. Hmm? Every time I fucking play golf with somebody that is just as good as me or worse I have the worst fucking golf game yeah if I go out with you somebody down that is like yeah. you know 10 times better than me 
all of a sudden I can see myself excel a little bit because well, you have they're, 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 on, they're on the sidelines. They're like, you know, Dennis, if you did this yeah. or moved yeah. this yeah. or I've did seen, that feel, or I've fucking did that and they're like, you know, yeah. because I, that's, you know, and, and I like that game. I like it a lot only because it's a game of patience. And that's exactly what it's any a art patience, form. But you're also in the same way as art. You're in golf. I mean, I don't play. I it's don't incremental play. gratitude, I, as I call it. I call it ball golf music. because I'm a disc golf guy. Um, so well, either it, way, I yeah, like disc golf too. But in either either game like that, in a game like golf, you are not. You might be playing against somebody, but you are always trying to play against yourself. The last time you played. You're yeah, always trying to better yourself. That's the and same music, as, as writing songs yes. or painting yes. or doing a tattoo. And my, my, my the number one thing I I'm, better be I'm as good, if not better, myself. than the last. See, my favorite thing in the world is tattooing, and then my next tattoo, and then my next tattoo, and exactly. they're always the my lines songs. are fucking better. Yep. My shading is better. Yeah. Like you get better. You always just get better as long as yeah. you're fucking constantly doing it. It's yeah. like yeah. it's the most gratifying thing. Hell yeah! In Hell the yeah. Whole you gotta world. put your mind to it. Yeah, you know, I, it's the same as anything. Like it, is. Like, it doesn't matter. Like you, yeah. you guys have been. Uh, how long have you guys been doing this podcast? I mean, we, we started it four years ago, and then we took a year and a half, two years off, and then we came back. But I mean, that, that fucking track you guys laid down tonight. There's a, there's a it's fucking crazy that. And if that you look like at the first song six. we wrote together uh, for the first time when we were doing our opening theme songs every week yep. instead of an original. So if you look at it, the the improvement, and, and that's a wonderful thing to be able to have. Look well, at sure. the last time you were here. The, yeah. the song that we wrote when you were on. That was yeah. punk AF. Yeah, man, come yeah. on. But it was not nearly as good as what we did. Tonight, yeah, no, hopefully a, next time you're on, we're even better. No, there's a there's a funny joke in, in Russian. It's funnier in English. I can't promise it could be. Can you say it in Russian first? No, just say it yeah, in English. No, I'll say it in English. <laughs> no, there's a joke. It says uh, it, it says uh, Chukcha, who's like a famous like, he's like a a, a Russian like character that shows up in a lot of jokes. Okay. That's like that's like, a, like he's a reoccurring. He's joke. like a yeah. So he's it's a, little Timmy. Yeah, yeah. He's like or whatever. I don't even know what that needs to be little called. Johnny, little like Anakin, just, just Anakin, yeah, little Kenny, guy. Kenny from he's South like a pop Park icon type But anyways, thing. but anyways, it's like uh, there's a joke that says like uh, uh, Chukcha. He goes to uh, he goes to uh, the university uh, to become a writer. And the professor asked him, he's like, Chucha, did you read any books? And he's like, no, I came here to be a writer. <laughs> it is yeah. good. No, it's it's simple. Yeah, yeah. It still works. It's simple. Uh, uh, all right. Well, I know that we could sit here and talk for fucking yes. four hours, but we are not the Joe Rogan Just means podcast. You're, have to come back on uh, you're definitely going to have to come back on. I mean, both of you, obviously. I, 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 I love you guys equally. Um, and, and I appreciate you both coming on. Um, and again, uh, Dom has his, uh, his, his uh, tattoo shop that you Buckley can find Studio. at. Buckley Studio. Buckley Studio. And he's going to tattoo um, us on an episode And he's going to tattoo us on an episode eventually. Set it up. And it'll it will be, be, it, be it, it, it will be my first tattoo. So yeah. there you go. Um, I promised my first tattoo to a lot of people, but I did it on air to you. So butthole tattoo. Let's do it. Uh, I want a butthole <laughs> tattoo, but on my forehead. Um, Did I say butthole? Yeah, I just want a butthole. <laughs> but then a hole for the O. I want yeah, it centered to the O. Down. Yeah, there we go. Like the Dark um, Souls, the ring. Yeah, 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 it'll be my third eye. It'll yeah. be great. 
Um, but yeah, I want to I thank both of you for coming on. Uh, Dennis uh, and Dom, both, where, where can people check you out uh, if you would like to plug yourselves on social media at all? People can check out your work and anything like that. What do we have? Uh, Instagram, Facebook, anything like that? Uh, I have an Instagram. It is Dom, D-O-M underscore Sathanas, S-A-T-H-A-N-A-S. And then uh, you can also find me on the Facebooks. Yeah. Under Dominic Trimboli. All right. Birth name. Wonderful, wonderful. And Dennis, for yourself? You can find me on Instagram, Dennis, D-E-N-N-I-S, underscore Andrevich, A-N-D-R-E-E-V-I-C-H, or andreart.com, where you can find our gallery. Hell yeah. And where is the new gallery? Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Real quick. You got andreart.com. Nobody else had taken andreart.com when that's you went our, to... That's our domain. That is amazing. I feel like that there is... It's A-N-D-R-E-I-A-R-T. Okay, all right. Maybe a little bit different. But still, I mean, that's... It's pretty good. It's pretty where, good. Where is the uh, the new studio? It's uh, 18 North 7th Street in Strasbourg, PA. It's right in Colorado awesome. Square. Right in the, awesome. Right in the heart. I walked by where his studio used to be, and I was like, oh, no, it's not there anymore. I'm like, where did it go? Yeah. So that's good to know. So yeah. right in the, literally right in the, the heart of Strasbourg, yeah. right where the courthouse, the jail, yeah, we have and a, Banter's uh, Hard uh, Cider Chris, is. Christmas show, December 14th. Awesome. Cool. From six to nine. What so day of the week is that? Do you know, it's Friday, a Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, awesome. Yep. So, because we don't want to do it Friday the thirteenth. Uh, True. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's for tattoos. Yeah, that's for tattoos. <laughs> yeah, Dom's tattoos. You don't tattoos. want to encroach on Dom's yeah, territory yeah, yeah, yeah. over here. Exactly. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank thank both of you. Uh, thank you both uh, for uh, coming on and, and being here again. We're gonna have both of you guys on again in the future. Um, and uh, I want to uh, really quick give a, a big thank you to Mr. Justin Olimpeda for being yeah, here man. and putting everything together Woo! for us. And as always, Mr. Zachary <laughs> Storman. That, that's, that's probably a very accurate nickname for you right now. Dusty Ballantine. How many, how many Dusty Ballantine? How many of you I had? three Ballantine. Three Ballantine. <laughs> so Zach is oh, yeah, at 33%. Oh, yeah. Yes, the Duskapades. That's why I said Dusty Huffman earlier. I can't Dusty, Dusty Huffman. Hey. Dusty hey, Huffman. I like to have fun and I love to party. <laughs> there you go. That would have been just as good as nah, but it, it worked. Um, uh, big shout out to our super producer EJ5000 and the guys over at our brother sister love podcast through moot.tv let me ask you a question check them out along with us every Monday on iTunes and Stitcher um, obviously as we said before you will be able to see our uh, music video and song release for this week's single uh, uh, the album Christmas 2 Christmas 2 by brunch. And Kyle And Kyle, well, it's just brunch now. Just fuck it. It's just brunch. There's uh, going to be this. Yeah. We're definitely going to do a death metal Christmas We epic. have to. We do. Please. Um, I mean, we, we did for one sure there will be a death so. metal Christmas epic. And there will be, I think, I'm going to just say it now. Yeah. We are going to redo. Yes. Bitchin' Christmas. Bitchin' Christmas right. is coming back. We are going to do a, a remake of the only the only podcast song so far. Yep, we've never we're, we're redone a song. Remake. We're going to come back. We're going to remake Bitchin' Christmas. So it's already Christmas. written, so you know, if we give ourselves yeah. three hours to rework a rewritten song, True. we'll still be going till 9.15 on it. Um, but, but uh, uh, no, yeah, Christmas big, too. Christmas too. That's my thing right now. 
Uh, we will be back next week with our week two of uh, Christmas two singles. Yes, and a big thank you to everybody for joining us live on YouTube. Everybody for listening in the future. Uh, make sure again check out. Uh, let me ask you a question. White Wasabi, another uh, podcast I haven't mentioned in a while, not movies. Our buddy uh, Sean Araujo has a podcast where they come up with different uh, movie uh, uh, ideas every week. And the <laughs> yeah, latest really episode cool has uh, Eric and Anthony uh, from Let Me Ask You a Question on it. So definitely go check that out as well. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday. Again, for week two of our Christmas music. And maybe there'll be a guest. Maybe there'll be a guest. One plug. What we got? One plug. It's the holiday season. Go to Main Street Jukebox, buy a record. Oh, fuck yeah. yes. Fuck out of Tom, yes. Tom, Tom at the Jukebox. Buy art. And buy art. <laughs> buy you art. Get a tattoo. Buy art. Music, yeah, get, get tattoo. tattoos. Shop local, Andre Shop local. I'll say some meth. Uh, uh, what, even South Dakota? Have you seen those? We'll talk about it later. All right. Go to South Dakota if you need meth. We'll be back next week, guys. I'm on it. Have a great rest of your week. Here is our closing theme song, as always, to play us out. We'll see you guys next time. Have a good to play us out. Have a good one. Fuck it. Fucking thing's broken. Mood.tv. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music for your own show. Kelsey Grammer, if I could only drink like him, we're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be weak. We're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be total experimental. Pieces of shit. Yeah.